Mark Dice. What's up, bro? Hey, I'm really glad. I know you're a, a bit of a recluse when it comes to uh, appearing on people's shows online, and I really appreciate you taking time to uh, hang out hang out with us today. How you doing? Pretty good, dude. I, uh, you're right. I don't do interviews. I usually only do an interview with Alex Jones like once a year. Yeah. And you know him and I go way back. I've been a guest on his show for 18 years. I don't know what it is. I just I'm too busy, and I just don't care. I, I know like a lot of people love doing interviews. And, and I just literally like turn almost all of them down. And I, it's not that I don't want to do some of them. I, I would want to do, but some of them only do in studio. And and yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna fly across the country. To, I'm just too busy. You know, not that it wouldn't be a great conversation, but uh, that's good to be here, man. I see uh, some of the haters that you have have uh, replied to the fact that I'm coming on your show. So you definitely. Uh... <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, I I, I I'm glad you're here. Um, uh, we've got a lot to talk about. By the way, uh, I'm joined by Mark Dice. Uh, one of the uh, longest running, really like lone wolf commentators and, you know, um, on, well, on YouTube, Rumble, online, everywhere. He also has a brand new book out. Uh, and um, I want to start with a little bit of talking about that, the war on conservatives, which is available right now. There's a link in the description. If you're watching this, go buy the book and not only buy the book, you can see even I bought, the, I, even I meet, you know, I could have, I've could have, uh, leaned on mark for a discount or a free copy but no i pay full price make sure you uh check out his book and then once you read it make sure you leave a review people don't understand how important the reviews are on rumble for rankings tell us about um this book the war on conservatives well i appreciate it. you know some people might say oh well you know youtubers writing a book i mean like well it, it doesn't get like the respect you know i think that it really deserves and those who've read my books my other books this is like my 13th book the yeah. last uh, like four have been at the top of Amazon's bestseller list. And this was, this came out at number four. I think it still is just dropped out of the top 10, but not too bad just for a guy in his kitchen on a laptop. And, you know, even though I like, think a lot of our peers are, okay, we kind of, kind of covered a lot of the same material, but the books go really, really deep. And even amongst my peers, and we have some overlapping content. You, you do a lot of stuff that I, I don't cover, mm. but, None of my peers in the you know the, the conservative media ecosystem are covering the social justice age or the um, social impact agencies, which are literally like lobbying firms that people go and pay to then lobby the Hollywood writers and studio heads in order to insert propaganda into their television shows. So it's like largely just a bunch of reactionaries. Just hey, look at this blue-haired freak on on TikTok. Isn't that weird? Hey, you know, I resemble but, that remark, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Again, no, no, no disrespect. I mean, I do some of that stuff as well. It's sort of like an appetizer to kind of get people in yeah. to then get serve them the four course meal. But you know, the the book is not only just a deep dive into the content that I cover on my channel, but it's a lot of stuff that I can't. And books are a lot. Books are more important. I think they're one of the most important forms of media for learning and for changing people's minds because a show, an interview, a podcast. Kind of quick, kind of ephemeral. Magazine articles, pretty short, but books are just a deep, deep dives, and that's where they take years to put together. And so, it's it starts off sort of sort of normal. Oh, that's yeah, I kind of understand that. I I know that. I've seen that. And then it just keeps going deeper, deeper, and deeper, and gets into some very sensitive areas that no conservative ink pundits will cover. That aren't safe to talk about on any of the major platforms. That are even very dangerous even to talk about on some of the alternative platforms because it just creates such a controversy. But 
think in the book, I provide print of context, print of historical information, a lot of uh, citations and things like that. And so one of the things I do, you know, like about doing rare interviews is I think I can kind of show off my serious side, even though I, I, I'm such a perfectionist. I always feel that I can't convey the information that I want to. One little stumble and um or ah, and I just think like, oh, this sucks. You know, so I'm almost like an artist, like I've unveiled the work. And if I've earned people's respect, uh, you know, I, I, it, the book is just really going to go so, so much deeper uh, into. And I don't even want to like, yeah, I could go and do the whole circuit, and promote it on all the shows, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I would just I almost want to just it's, it's here. If you yeah. respect my work, if you like me. Uh, I promise you, it is going to be so much deeper. And by the way, I did offer you a free copy. You did. You did. I yeah. did, but you did not respond. Well, you know why? I wanted to buy it so I could leave a, a official review. Um, so if you're out there in chat, let's, you know, make sure it's Friday. Pick up his book. Order it today on Amazon. Maybe we can push it up in the uh, in the rankings over the weekend after, you know, I've got a, a pretty good audience here on both YouTube and Rumble. And I, I know we do have a good bit of crossover, um, but if, if you're out there and you're looking to support, you know, I'll, I'll spare you the coffee ads for an entire stream. Go pick up his book, read it, leave a review because uh, that really helps in, in the rankings. By the way, there is a, we, there are some requests for an audiobook version. Any, uh, any thoughts of doing the entire audiobook in your Brian Stelter voice? No, and you know what? I can't even do an audio version of this book because if there are sound bites of me saying out loud what I wrote, then those could easily go viral and be taken out of context and uh -huh. be used to can't weaponize against me and cancel me. I have since I'm just you know an independent guy, I'm the publisher, so I don't even have a publishing house which would set something up like that. They would have, even if the author didn't want to do it, they would hire a voice actor to do that. So I've auditioned a couple people, I just haven't had the time to do it, and then even if I did. I'm such a perfectionist. I would have to like listen to the whole thing and go through yeah. it and read the book just to make sure that they didn't mess anything up. And then that would be, it could be 10 hours of me just literally sitting there going through my own book. So I just don't have the time. And I understand the, the, the benefit of audiobooks, uh, but there is no audiobook, especially there's not going to be one of me reading the <laughs> audiobook. Um, again, and I don't say that because I say anything in the book that's you know, try to be overly sensational or, you know, so like using slurs or trying to really just like unload and be provocative. It's just that there are certain topics and even just quoting people, as you know, like you journalists yeah. aren't even allowed to quote somebody who said something. If it uses a certain word that hurts black people's feelings, you know, they can't even quote it anymore. Yeah. And that's, you know, how much cancel culture has changed because although they can't like, even the say they said kind of this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the young the young Turks are above the rules and always have been. But it used to be on YouTube where you could, you know, quote somebody saying the N word, uh, right. even with the hard R. And there's compilations you've probably seen it of the young Turks. Sure. You know, they, they love saying it. You know, because that's kind of like the, they the love that. That used the to be the lefties love they saying say it. it. Yeah. yeah, and you know they probably probably try to scrub a lot of those videos, but uh, no audiobook. But again, it's it's going to be so much deeper than anything anybody else covers. I mean, you know, the, the mainstream conservatives are talking about, oh, well, fake news and the deep state. Has any of them ever delved deep into the Bilderberg Group? Have any of them even mentioned the Bilderberg Group, which is like mm. the global deep state, you know? Right. I mean, even if you don't want to go down the rabbit hole and start talking about the Illuminati or Skull and Bones, Skull and Bones, by the way, is not even a fraternity. That's how much people have misconception. It's a senior society. People aren't even... They're recruited. They don't pledge. They join their senior year and preps them for a postgraduate 
uh, life and, and social network. And they don't allow alcohol in the Skull and Bones meetings. It's like serious business. So, you know, none of the mainstream pundits will delve deep into that or talk about Operation Mockingbird, which my audience knows. I, yeah, I'm we're going to talk about that later. We're talking yeah. about. Yeah. But like, seriously, I'm tired of these phonies. And I did a couple videos calling them out about it. And then like a few days later, Charlie Kirk titles his podcast, uh, you know, the deep state and Operation Mockingbird. Cause like <laughs> he, you know, that he was getting the flack yeah. from that, but just the fact that there, it's, it's a program. It has been admitted in congressional hearings. There's a whole report about it that details that they were paying like, you know, back then hundreds of millions of dollars uh, a year today, yep. just an unbelievable amount of money to pay these gatekeepers in the mainstream media as propagandists and as gatekeepers to block certain stories. And it's happening now. And then it, it happens now just in a different way. Right. Yeah. I mean, just look at the president's son's laptop story for, for crying out loud, you know, I mean, as a, as a example for a lot of normies, by the way, yeah, I put the link for the book in the chat, go buy the book. Um, because well, it's important to support the written word. It's one of the things out there. Like we talk about a lot on my channel. So, you know, protect physical media, well, books are like that too. And um, you, you, Mark's right. When you read something, for me, it's really hard. By the way, you're currently being canceled in my chat for being an illiterophobist, uh, being, uh, for uh, being a phobist against people who can't read. The, um, they're joking, of course. Oh, but for not, no audiobooks. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah, it's just, it hits a little different when you take time. And if you're thinking of like, ah, oh, I haven't read a for a lot of people, if you're like me, you're like, man, I haven't read a book since I was supposed to, since I had to read books for school. And it, it can be daunting to get into, but you know, take a little time, read one chapter a day and don't, don't look at the book. It's like the best way to eat an elephant is, you know, one bite at a time. This is how you should approach getting back into reading. It's a skill that people really have. We, if you don't use it, you lose it. It takes a while. Um, so I think it's important. So Definitely go get that. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. I wanted to get your thoughts on that riveting GOP, the third and final GOP debate. I mean, it was a who's who of, I mean, amazing leadership on display. What would you think? What did you think of it? It was only debate this cycle that I didn't fall asleep during because it was at least, you know, somewhat entertaining with Vivek Ramaswamy out there just kicking it off with a bang, owning the media, oh, flipping so off, you know, just totally flipping the bird to the Republican establishment, calling on Ronna McDaniel, the chairwoman, to resign. I mean, bold, bold stuff. And it's largely, you know, it, it doesn't really matter because none of these people are probably going to be the nominee right. unless some unforeseen circumstance happens where Donald Trump <laughs> drops out or has a health issue or I can't see him losing to Ron DeSantis. I mean, even if he were to make major, major slips and, you know, say something that was misinterpreted or that he wasn't articulate about that, you know, just really rubs people the wrong way. But I just can't see that happening. So it's going to be and one more thing about reading and not to just, you know, show yeah, yeah, too hard. But, you know, I hated reading in school and, you know, have to read the mice of men and the scarlet yeah. letter and all this crap. And I was like, this is stupid. And, you know, when you're young, you always think that you know everything. And then it wasn't until after high school, right after high school for me, that I had a job where I had so much free time, just like literally sitting in the middle of nowhere, waiting for for things to happen and, and then would have to get to work. And so that's when I was like, okay, I got to do something. Like this was in the '90s. This is I didn't have didn't have a smartphone to sit there and scroll through <laughs> yeah. and you know 
listen to podcasts. I mean, the radio in the truck, you know, but like that's about it. So that's when I went to Barnes and Noble and started, you know, just looking. I was like, oh, I better get some books. That's when I really fell in love with books because I found Tony Robbins' book. Um, Everyone Power, should read that. Yeah, which is the big motivational guy. It's not really even fair to say motivational. I mean, he's more of like a success strategist, and mm. you know, he might be a little, uh, a little puff, you know, uh, puffery yeah, yeah. And, and a little hype with his firewalk and he tries to spit it as a metaphor for you know conquering your fears and things like that but like his book it really changed my life and then i started realizing wow okay so books are actually amazing and it's not just for you know some people read for entertainment that's not me i read for education and so then i just really went down and you could, there's only like a small fraction of the books that i, I see have. you so got I, quite I, a few I, back there yeah i have too many at this point but you know for people who don't think you know I, that's how I came to love books. And I was the last person that you would think would be, you know, like a nerd. And because <laughs> I was the total, you know, class clown troublemaker thing. Like that. But you know, the country's in trouble, Jeremy. I mean, we have probably seven, eight months until like the country's just going to tear its par uh, itself apart at the seams. It starts to feel be, that way. It is because, you know, we're going to the holidays. Things are going to kind of slow down. News cycle is going to kind of slow down. But like, as these trials approach with President Trump, I mean, they're coming at him at all fronts. And this isn't just the Mueller investigation. It was fun to watch how delusional they were. I mean, like, this is serious stuff. And you could abuse the Justice Department and weaponize the legal system through lawfare to indict a ham sandwich, as we yeah. saw with Douglas Mackey getting indicted, convicted, and sentenced, not just community service, not even just, you know, a week in jail, seven months in federal prison for posting a joke meme yeah. about texting in your vote, making fun of how stupid Hillary Clinton voters are, something that goes around every election cycle. Hey, on both sides, by the way. Yeah, on both, both sides. sides. Yeah. They always joke, oh, hey, you know, the Democrats, remember, Democrats vote on Wednesday. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's everybody does it. It's a, it's a corny joke, but it comes around every election cycle since social media. It's never been a problem. You probably saw that. Uh, supposed comedian, the self-proclaimed comedian woman who still has her tweet up saying exactly the same thing in the yep. same year. And, you know, if we win, if we still even have a country, uh, you know, next year, the Justice Department under Trump or, you know, if it's by any chance uh, DeSantis should indict her. I mean, we should fight fire with fire until mm. like they are experiencing so much of their own medicine that they beg for a truce and to go back to a normal society. Because when you get into and, and which members of Congress denounced Douglas Mackey getting indicted, maybe like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates, maybe that's yeah. it too. Yeah. I mean, how was there not a major protest? If that happened to a Democrat, it'd be the top story on all the liberal media. They would introduce a resolution to condemn it. They would vote. It would be a, a, a and, and what happens? This, I mean, you got, what, you know, two members of Congress tweeting about it and being like, "Hey, this is terrible. This is unfair. This is terrible. This is a tyrannical government. Yeah. This is this is communism. When you're throwing people in prison for posting clear and obvious jokes, that is communism. It's not. I mean, just look at the, you know, how they treated the J six people. Um, this was an insurrection. It was the equivalent of twenty nine elevens or whatever. According to these people, well, look at all the free Palestine people that there was an insurrection at the Capitol. How many of those people 
have the FBI chased down and put in federal prison without trial. How many of those people? And that's one of the things, look, I mean, I'm, I like Trump. He has my vote as it stands right now. But I mean, that's something like I want him to say, like, he needs to pardon these people. He has he is really not. I don't know if his lawyers are saying, hey, you can't say anything. But where are all the people who are like, hey, what the heck's going on here? You want to give these people a, a trespassing ticket? Fine. You want to give these people the biggest financial fine that's within the laws for trespassing? Also fine. OK, but putting these people in federal prison, I talked about this yesterday. There were at least one guy that ended his own life because he was afraid of this trial. Um, you don't see, and, and I've never been a fight fire with fire guy until recently where it's like, okay, well it, we need to prosecute all these people that went in AOC's office and had an insurrection yep. because that's, I mean, that's Republicans will continue to lose until they do that. Yeah. You have to give them a taste of your, of their own medicine. And because they're not backing off, things are getting completely insane. They're, they've gone so far off the rails that, I mean, the country is going to tear its part, itself apart because by next summer, we're going to know who the Republican nominee is. And like I said, we're going into the, the, the holiday season here. So people got to kind of relax, spend some time with family, enjoy yep. your food. And then it's going to start heating up. And, you know, they're trying to take Donald Trump's businesses away. They're trying to remove his business licenses. They're trying to throw him. In, I mean, it's just going to get so insane. And, you know, the Black Lives Matter riots of 2020, they almost breached the White House then, as you remember. They set yeah. the church on fire across the street. They had to double the size of the fence around the White House because they were concerned that somebody might breach it. And if they didn't double the size of the fence, yeah. then those protesters earlier this week could have very well just hoisted a couple people over it. And then you're going to get in big trouble because if they start hoisting people over it or somebody, I don't even want to give them any ideas, but if they, you know, right. bring a ladder and breach the breach the fence and, and Secret Service gets overwhelmed and can't stop them. I mean, it's just going to be a terrible situation. People are going to, make split second the secret service is going to make split yep. second decisions that be could bad. be very very bad which could result in uh, somebody getting killed on the white house front lawn to try to stop them from getting into the white house so there was just a it, guy in the capitol the, in the park with a, a long gun yes two days ago uh i mean i don't know if that was like a you know weirdo mental case or whatever the case is but i mean we're not that far away from it and then and the, the nation is a, at a massive powder keg so you're saying, you know, somebody gets hoisted over the fence and they get removed from this planet. Um, you know, it because it's not a Trump supporter, it's going to go down differently. You know, when they got when they when they um, when when that Trump supporter, you know, when that happened to her, um, Ashley Babbitt, there were no riots. Well, let's see what happens when it's a leftist. You know, I, I don't think that this is going to go down the same. And let's not forget, during the Black Lives Matter riots, they had an effigy of Donald Trump in a guillotine, okay? Mm -hmm. And so they talked endlessly for years about the supposed gallo that somebody brought. There's that famous picture of yeah. the news that some of the protesters on January 6th brought, and then they're claiming that they were going to use that to kill Mike Pence. That was just a symbolic of course, uh, right. gesture of were opposing treason. They thought that Mike Pat, you know, it, it, it's, it certainly wasn't usable. They didn't intend it to be used. Even if some of the people were chanting it, that still is not a serious, they weren't being literal about it, but there's a famous photo of Trump in effigy, you know, with a guillotine being, having his head chopped off right outside the white house, but nobody, nobody ever talks about that. So. Well, look at now, what's her name? The comedian, you know, carrying, you know, with his head, you know, uh, that's celebrated with Kathy Griffin, you know? Yeah. 
Well, never um, before have we seen so many celebrities, I mean, like call out straight up for violence mm-hmm. where maybe some of them might have gotten interviewed. I think Kathy Griffin, you know, they she crossed did get the line. some they, heat. They did. She got visited by yeah. Secret Service. But I mean, like, and there's a fine line. And I'm not only even saying that it shouldn't be allowed, but it's such bad taste to do things like what Snoop Dogg did, you know, yep. like he shooting at the, at the president. Mm-hmm. Um, a whole bunch of them, man. And I mean, you're talking about, um, you know, uh, oh, what's his name? Did, did um, he was talking about, oh, well, when has a president ever been killed? And it's time that an actor should. Oh, should, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, um, I can't remember. Chad will bail us out. They'll they'll say it. Madonna did something too. She had something yeah. weird. I mean, dude, like they, the, it, you know, some of the people out in the, in the general public are so dumb that they can be incited. And, and when they're painting this as a fascist dictatorship, you're going to have some unhinged people that are going to be acting oh, Johnny crazy. Depp. So it's yeah. just going to be bad, man. And then if, you know, if Trump gets indicted and still runs, and then if, if he becomes the nominee, they're going to, they're going to riot to try to stop it. If he gets uh, acquitted or hung jury, they're going to riot because then they couldn't stop him. If he gets found guilty and then the Supreme Court overturns, they're going to riot. And, you know, politics is so dirty that a lot of Ron DeSantis kind of the, the, the money backers and the influencers, they want Trump to go to prison in order to stop him. You know, it's like the mafia. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like the, the, they see him as a liability. And so they want to take them out and then they'll just continue, uh, you know, going on business as usual as, as if nothing happened, just like the five families are just, okay, well, this guy's seen as a liability. Got to, yep. got to get rid of them. There any means necessary, you know, well, so the, the attack factors get are using. Yeah. And the, the attack, I mean, it is already right. The, the, the sheer number of attack factors they're using against Trump tells you, I mean, they are desperate. Um, and I've said this before and I'll say this, you know, like I want to ask you to, pick a side or anything here but like i voted for him twice but you know i wasn't you know it's not like i think i'm not one of his like super fans i don't think everything he did was right there were things that you know i thought he should have done differently i know that the odds were stacked against him but you know the the level of just pathetic desperation that you're seeing from the machine right now basically trying anything they can to remove him from the I mean, there's a lawsuit in Colorado, remove from the ballot. They're trying to, you know, oh, he's overvaluing his, his property. None of this, the RICO charges stuff, like none of this, you know, in Georgia or New York, they got this Letitia, whatever. And she's like, everyone's just abusing the legal system. At some point, Republicans, you know, as somebody who has voted Republican, I'm getting a little sick and tired of them being, you know, wimps about it. I honestly, they're like, wimps about people, everything. Yeah, there was about everything. So there's a whole chapter in my book called "The Cowardly Conservatives." And it, yeah, it, there we go. It tracks it. And that's part of the reason why you know I'm I'm just such an independent person and so bullheaded that I can't, I have a hard time working for anybody and being told what I can and cannot do. Obviously, you know, within YouTube and social media, there's some there's some boundaries there. But that's different than having a boss and having an agenda and having you know getting called into HR, getting those emails. Hey, here's what we want to talk about. And you know, back to your statement about. You know, Trump not like I think he did say that he would look into pardoning some of the January 6th yeah. people, which, of course, he would. But just because he's not saying that he wants to do something or talking about something doesn't mean that he's doesn't agree or doesn't want to do it because they probably his internal people probably know that that's such an incendiary issue. It's just going to be yeah. giving ammunition to the other side and be like, oh, my God, this is the total fascist takeover. And just like after Obama's uh, term 
or, or, you know, or administration, his senior advisor, David Axelrod, admitted that he told Obama to oppose gay marriage, even though they supported it when he was running in 2008, yeah. because back then, much of society, particularly the black community, was still vehemently opposed to it. And so that would have been so polarizing back then. So he's he was literally lying. Like his senior advisor later admitted that that was a strategy to only you know, have his evolution on the position once he was elected, because then at least he, you know, he had his term, he might sacrifice the second term, but at least he's in power. He can then push that agenda. And that's one thing I do cover in the cowardly conservatives chapter is because a lot of the most conservatives, the Republican party, all of the conservative incumbents, they gave up on opposing gay marriage and marriage i'm sorry it's i don't yeah, i don't even think right. it's a, an actual term it should always be used in a mocking tone or, or a quote but you know for 50 years after roe v wade they still opposed abortion because they saw that as morally wrong and then you know finally it was it was overturned so, but but if, if you know same-sex marriage is an abomination as they say which i believe that it is uh, I, I do believe in equal rights as far as, you know, like a civil union. I just yeah, don't sure. think that you should have called it a marriage and then that opened the slippery slope. I don't think they should allow to adopt children and buy them through surrogates like Dave Rubin, you know, conservative mm-hmm. banks, token gay guy. But they <laughs> oh, gave <yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah. They gave up on that. They never opposed it ever again. It's like as soon as 2015, as soon as the Supreme Court passed it, they're just like they accepted it. And yeah. then they accepted gays in the military. And now they only finally started pushing back when the military basically is recruiting desperate drag queens. People. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I well, mean, they're, they're so desperate. They're down. They miss the recruiting numbers by 25% in the army in the past few years because they, they, they're running this diversity, equity, inclusion. They had that, you know, uh, General Miley talk about white rage. They got, you know, all these, you know, people in the ranks that are suddenly non-binary sorry that stuff doesn't you know look you the army runs on poor southern white people poor poor whites who love this country and are conservative and even if they're you know you're a democrat you're a blue collar i mean you know the the distinctions between democrat and republican have gotten so far out of whack now that it's no longer about like where do you stand on the death penalty or abortion or nuclear power you know, it's like, hey, do you support uh, six-year-old drag kids and transgendering the kids versus, you know what? Maybe we should yeah. just teach the kids reading, writing, and arithmetic. Maybe keep that out of the schools. Balance a checkbook, maybe. To non-binary, gender non-binary teachers in the school. I mean, and not just one or two, you know, and, and credit to the libs of TikTok for really exposing this. But the fact that even one exists, let alone dozens, and pride flags and Black Lives Matter flags in the classroom. I mean, when I was in school, if a teacher said that they were gender non-binary and like they're like, oh, you can't yeah. call me Mr. Jones anymore or Mrs. Jones. I'm just teacher Jones. And we, dude, I'm not kidding you. Like I'd say by about like fifth grade, we would have not needed the parents to get involved. And they yeah. would have back then, like in the in the 90s, dude, like it would have been a national Parent, story. Yeah, like, it would have been there that day. What is this lunatic doing saying that they're not a man or a woman? Why are they being allowed around children? Like, dude, you go to the Jerry Springer show. You know, that's where you yeah. belong. Yeah. Go. I mean, I wouldn't even 
you know, go work at a gas station. No disrespect to people who work at gas stations. I, I worked at one, you know, when I was in college. But yeah, those kinds of people have no business being around children. We would have ran them out of town. We we would have. I don't even want to say what we would have done, but I, just there's there's no doubt in my mind, they would have been gone. Folks, I'm joined right now by Mark Dice. His book, his brand new book, is linked in the description. Get out there. Let's make it number one in its category on Amazon. I just linked it in chat. It's also in the description. Also in the description, you'll find a link to Mark's Twitter, his YouTube, and his Rumble. If you're not following him, if you prefer to watch him on Rumble, go follow his Rumble channel. If you prefer to watch him on YouTube, watch him there too. We don't care as long as you're watching. Um, but also definitely check out his book. Mark, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, about that, uh, about kind of the just how everything's gotten so out of control where even kind of like political normies like me can see the uniparty can see, um, you know, stuff is these bought and paid for candidates are, are more obvious than ever. I don't know if you saw this tweet by the New York post. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, what in the hell, what is this? Is this just some, you know, somebody at BlackRock or Raytheon said, you got to tweet this. Were they even watching the debate? I don't even understand this. Yeah, it's total gaslighting. And you have people like Frank Luntz, the pollster, who you know pretends to be uh, you know neither party, and he's posting how great Ronna McDaniel is. And yeah. I tuned in. I watched CNN so that you don't have to. And I, I tuned into the post coverage debate, and it was just my coverage was getting too long, so I didn't save the clip. But I mean, even on a, in a MSNBC as well, you know, people that are saying, oh, Nikki Haley did great. I think this was her moment to shine. They're trying to gaslight to get her. She's getting at, booed. Yeah. <laughs> and Vivek, I mean, you got to admit whether it, I like it's him. fine to doubt Vivek, uh, yeah. but he is, he's got the gift to gab. The guy's got the silver tongue, okay? Yeah. Whether he can, you know, back that up is another thing, but like he is out there crushing it. And his media strategy is also fantastic because He's doing interviews with anybody and everybody yeah. because he knows about the fractured media ecosystem. And after Ron DeSantis went on Patrick Bet David's podcast, I who has invited me on the show, by the way, and I, I it's one of the shows I've turned down just because I would love to go and do it, but I don't want to fly across the entire country and sit yeah. there. Someday, someday I, I I may. But after that, because you know, on a podcast, as you know, or you know, these independent media outlets that aren't these established, controlled, politically correct places. You're going to get those really hard questions and not like, oh, we have, yeah. we have no boundaries. So there's nothing's off limits. That's still, there's still things that are usually off limits that are kind of unsaid yeah. off limits. Right. Exactly. And by the way, and I, and I wanted to thank you actually for having me on. And one of the reasons I respect you and why I came on the show is because you're a self-made guy. You're an independent guy. You don't and you could have gone and worked for somebody else. You're yeah. one of those old G YouTubers as well, you know, a little bit younger than me that use the infrastructure to build up your business, to build up your audience. What's interesting, and I don't mean to, you know, sound bitter, but it's, it is interesting to see that. And I understand you, I have a new book out. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You got a book, but, but it is a, a pretty good achievement to get into the top 10 on Amazon just as yeah. an independent uh, creator. Okay. So it got up to number four. My previous books have gotten up to number two and number three. So, so I haven't got that number one slot, but hey. you know, that's a pretty good achievement. Literally. I'm going to tell I did Alex Jones show on Tuesday. Zero interviews anywhere. No reviews. You know, and I was beating. Now, Ted Cruz, guys, did just overtake me. So you got to go click the link. Go the buy the book. Go buy the book. Because I this morning when I just checked before I came on the show, 
I was like one one step behind Ted Cruz. But you know, you're talking about he's one of the most popular senators in the country. And not, not to disrespect him or the or the book, which you know was written by a ghostwriter that he then put his name on. But I'm sure that it is good. <laughs> Zing! And, 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 it, and, it is, and it is important, right? Yeah. But like. He's doing the whole conservative media ecosystem and even some kind of, you know, podcasts with the million sub club. He's getting reviews written in Fox News and he's on Newsmax. He's on Fox. He's even on CNN. He's everywhere. And I still for the for a couple of days on launch day was was beating him. And, so, you know, and by the way, not to brag, but, I, but again, just to congrat, you know, to thank you for having me on, because even out of all of my peers, um, who I beat every single one of them to a million subs. You can check social media yep. on that. All of them. Ben Shapiro, Prager U. I even beat, I can't remember exactly which ones, but there were numerous major news outlets as well. I think it was like ABC and CBS News. Yeah. I beat them all to a million subscribers in 2017. And so like, but um, even among my peers, the only people who really like gave me a retweet when I was Alex Stein, the InfoWars crew, and yeah. um, and I think that's it, you, you know. And, and like Alex Stein gave me a shout out, and he's like, "Hey, even though he works for the Blaze, but he's still kind of, he's you know, kind of the, the independent kind of kind of guy. He's not one of those shills." But it is, and I would understand if it's not like, "Hey, go buy Mark's book." It's like, eh, okay. Yeah. And and I wouldn't, you know, I I don't ask for retweets. I don't. Uh, I hate it when people ask me for retweets unless it's like critically, critically important. I think that's like yeah. a once a year type a missing of, type person. Of ask. Or something ask. like that. Yeah. It's like, hey, I really need help. You know, but but an instance like this where it's like it's kind of a good achievement. Give me a little bit of boost, maybe get it up to up to the top, see if we can we can do this as an OG independent. It is it is fascinating to see like nobody does it. But if somebody in conservative bank, you know, sneezes, like Ben Shapiro sneezes, then it's like yeah. everybody runs to him. Is everything okay, Ben? I got a I got a Kleenex for you, Ben. Yeah, do, 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 do you need some shoes, Ben? So so that's, I just want to thank you for having me on. That's why I did oh, come yeah. on because you know you're not in that conservative ink circle jerk where there's kind of these unsaid rules and i and i don't want to get too much into it but i guarantee with the new war over in israel that there are <laughs> yeah. some people who are in kind of orbiting the conservative ink uh you know circle jerk or yeah. or even in it and, 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 you know kind of in there getting in there yeah and i know for a fact that they are getting dms they're getting the talk yeah. hey we do not talk about these kinds of things that's a that's a bad take um I don't want to make back in line because I don't want to throw, my, throw everyone knows. The bus. I know who you're talking about, but there's been a there couple. Are, yeah, yeah, there are a couple names actually. I mean, we can. There's. I know who you're thinking of. Yeah. I mean, we can name name one of them. You know, Candace Owens. Yeah. I, mean, I yeah. think they get the credit for kind of not you know drinking the uh, the establishment narrative Kool Aid, and I, I'm not defending either you know either side or defending. I mean, Hamas is a, is a horrible thing. Yeah. I don't, that's why I just, it's a big can Terrorists of worms. I don't, don't want to get too much into it, but you can yeah. see that's what happens when you start working for these people. So nobody tells Jeremy what to say, Yeah, and, you know, whether you agree with what he says or not. Uh, and, you know, some of the stuff, it's not like, of course, I don't agree with anybody, uh, you know, on, on everything, but, you know, I haven't seen anything from you where I'm like, Oh, that's really so pathetic, dude. Like, you know, I lost respect or I need to, yeah. I need to call you out and, you know, and, and not even to start some, you know, drama or to try right. to get some attention. But, you know, I mean, I've, I've of course, I see things. I'm like, okay, I, I just, I, I don't agree. But you know, when somebody like Ben Shapiro is caught on a hot mic after a live stream, when he thinks that you gotta it, edit that, you gotta yeah, edit that. We'll get demonetized, guys. Exactly. I don't want to get boycotted. You know, for those who don't know, Ben Shapiro did a live stream. I think they do it for the Daily Wire subscribers, mm -hmm. and 
he mentioned that pansexuals are weird. That's all. That's it. It was not even that big. Go off about him. Didn't use any slurs. Didn't like go off on some you know Alex Jones style rant. Just said they're weird. And then when the when the show was over, he thought it was over. It's still live streaming. He tells his producer. Can we can we cut out that part where I said pansexuals and weird? And the producer's yeah. like, I don't want to lose any. Well, sponsors. but but it is. And he's like, yeah, but I'll get boycotted. So you know, there's a line obviously of things you you don't want to say that you're going to be kicking a beast nest. You, there's some you know guideline guidelines that you have to stay by. But when somebody like Ben Shapiro is on the forefront of the culture war, he's bravely taking on the liberal establishment. If you don't have the balls to say that you know a pansexual that's like the lightest take ever yeah you are a coward you are a pathetic piece of garbage and since i mentioned that one of the reasons why he's so popular isn't that he's this brilliant you know orator i mean anybody can go to a college when you're you know 30 years old and own some 19 year old kids on pretty much any subject like not that difficult yeah uh you know but the Daily, not to disrespect the Daily Wire, but this is their business model, and this is how it works. And as a media analyst, I reveal how the media works. Yeah. And I told Jeremy this privately, and as you know, I, I work behind the scenes a little bit. I, I plant seeds. Yeah, uh, he does. I, I he does do a seed plant. To, yeah, he's I, like, I, hey, I Jeremy, check this people out. behind the scenes, and I was like, hey, oh, look at this, man. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, the Ben Shapiro, and you, this is like public knowledge. This isn't just guesstimating. They, I haven't checked in a while, but for years, year after year after year, they were paying $130,000 a month. Jeremy knows this. I'm just talking yeah. to the listeners. Yeah. $130,000 a month to boost Ben Shapiro's posts on Facebook. Because when you post on Facebook, people probably know when you have a page, they severely limit the reach to yeah. 5% of Unless their you audience. Pay everybody. Yeah. You yeah. And I don't them, know yeah. if, I don't know if normal people's pages have that restriction or if it's just like the, you know, I know the, mine the does. pages, the professional pages like ours, but you know, on ours, when you post and it says, Oh, Oh, boost this post, you know, pay a thousand dollars and we'll to let reach it your reach. own followers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll pay a thousand dollars and we'll let it, we'll let it reach like X amount more people. And I mean, in order to reach like everybody on your page, you know, I think I have like 900,000 followers yeah. on my page. I mean, it's like $10,000 or something for one, but it's unbelievable in order to reach that many people because you know, they consider that an advertisement. And so like Ben Shapiro has been paying 130 grand a month to boost his post. And that's why he is the most shared, most, you know, impression person, conservative on Facebook. So it's not necessary. And again, not not to disrespect him, not to even say that I disagree with, you know, 70% of what he says, but this is like how the system works. So, you know, it's people like me and you are truly independent Mm-hmm. We don't have that kind of budget, first of all, <laughs> yeah. and we, we don't have the infrastructure and, you know, the sort of the uh, chorus of coworkers to all chatter and, and you know, retweet everything that we do and, and pat each other on the back of, about, you know, things that we say. Yeah, there are definitely, um, you know, one of the things I've talked about, and by the way, that's why you got to go buy Mark's book. Let's make it number one on Amazon today. There's enough people in here watching right now. There's over 7,000. If 10% of you buy the book, it'll probably be number one by the end of the day. Yeah. And and here's a little dirty secret about the publishing world is you don't make that much money off of a book. uh, And you don't need to, I mean, it's, it's pathetic actually. 
I mean, most authors will make a dollar fifty maybe per, per book, yeah. right? And most authors, small authors, will be lucky to even sell two thousand copies of, of a book. Period. And to get onto the Amazon bestseller list, to get in the top ten, all you need to do is to sell maybe five thousand copies within like a twenty-four hour period. And yeah. uh, sometimes, depending, you know, there's some big names that we're up against. And again, this isn't just me shilling, shilling the book, go buy the book. And I think that this does go tie into kind of like how how this media ecosystem works. You want to know how, you know, how these books get on the bestseller list with rare exceptions. Like we have this week where like Britney Spears has a book yeah. and Barbara Streisand has a book. I mean, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of copies going to be sold within the first week. But with those exceptions, in order to get into the top, you know, top 10, top five on Amazon, you only need to sell five to 7,000 copies in a day. Okay. So like if everybody in the chat, everybody watching right now were to buy yeah. the book, it, it usually would go to number one with rare exceptions because we have the big celebrities with their, with their books, but we could get it to maybe number two, you know, if it was yeah. released at a different time and it wasn't facing such stiff competition, it would probably go to number one. If, you know, it sold five, 10,000 copies in a day and a lifespan of a book is like a week, basically. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like launch day is big. Second day cuts in Christmas, half, maybe. cuts in half, cuts in half. So it's like, it's the lifespan of a book is literally like a week. That's why I, I, I frantically like put out a video, a second video that day. And I was like, oh, okay, we're there. We're almost there. You got to get it. You know, and, yeah. and just the fact that, you know, only 15% of any subscriber base is going to watch any given video. You know, so when I posted the video, I'll be like, it's here. So then only 15% of my subscribers even saw that. It kind of knew. I mean, I've been talking about it and hyping it up, but then I want to be like, okay, let me reach a little bit more, put the link down there. And then I faced yeah. all these other obstacles too, where like it wasn't even coming up in the search. Then went for like two days. Then when you did click it, we take you to a dead listing. Yeah, so again, not to just, you know, not to totally, you know, shill the book, but just to also give you kind of an insight about how, how it actually works. And also, I mean, we could tie in Operation Mockingbird, my favorite topic, obviously. Yeah. And that's kind of part of autism. I think I'm probably obviously a little autistic, but that's, you know, autistic people kind of tend to have a very hyper focus, uh, uh, narrow area of interest, right? Yeah. And then get obsessively, um, you know, absorb every knowledge about that. So obviously, Operation Mockingbird is one of my, one of my favorite topics to talk about. Tell but the it's not people. Just, it's not just in the media. And I will keep talking about it until yeah. it's common knowledge, until it's just as well known as fake news and, and the deep state, you know, until uh, it's the, the one of the part of the normal vernacular. Right. But in the uh, Operation Mockingbird congressional hearing report, the church committee report back in the 70s, they, had, of course, admitted. And I mean, they would be stupid not to that the CIA was using books as propaganda and funding them and writing them. They would have ghostwriters and they would set up all these shell companies through trusts and LLCs to try to cover up where the money was coming from. Then they would approach publishing houses or just publish them themselves and then you know have them uh, distributed through major distributors in order to push agendas. And then, like the report admits whether they're economically viable or not because they don't care about making they money. Don't care. They care yeah. about the agenda. And the thing is with the book, and they, they admit this because it's, it's, it's true if you really think about it, a book can is one of the most persuasive mechanisms that you can have of media. So somebody can watch a television show, a movie, a radio show. You can read a blog post. It's not going to necessarily just have a light bulb go off in your head mm -hmm. and you know and change your life. But books will change your life. You know, books are a deep dive into the material, and it's a very close and intimate conversation with the writer. And that's why. 
you know, on a show, you can sit there and do a podcast, even as knowledgeable as somebody is, even, you know, sit down with Joe Rogan for three hours, these experts on in their field, you're still only getting a surface level of their knowledge because in a three hour conversation, you can only get so much data in and there's so much intricate information that they're still not going to be able to articulate it. They're not going to remember it all. And, but in a book, you go through and you you, re, you write it, you rewrite it, you add the footnotes and you do all, all this. So it yeah. is, I think, one of my best uh, is it's one of my best works. But but my all of my books, I think, are even more important than my videos. And I, and I actually like writing more than I do videos because I just I'm such a perfectionist that I feel I can really polish up the material and be like, OK, this is exactly what I want to say. Here's yeah. all the evidence, all the sources. Try refuting this. <laughs> yeah, know? there's nothing yeah. you can say about it. Yeah, the um, and by the way, there are a lot of people um in chat showing a lot of support. Tabulous said, "Mark, your new book just arrived from Amazon. Third book I have from you. A lot of people saying that they have your. By the way, fun fact: I'm going to move to um, I have uh, a non-book related question, but I want to say, you know, by the way, give you know, you can buy the book as a gift. Here's a chat suggested. You know, buy the book and leave it in a place for somebody on the fence to find one of your friends that are on the fence, you know, and you can read a book, but it can, you can also hand it to somebody and help change some minds. I wanted to ask this question. It's a little more out there. <laughs> what do you make of, uh, do you think Biden will run in 2024? All roads to 24 lead to complete chaos and unknowns because if he continues to run, it's going to be embarrassing. They can't hide him in the basement like they did yeah. during COVID unless there's a major war that breaks out. And Coincidentally, States, conveniently. Yeah. The, the, I mean, we could have nukes or, or you know, Who knows? internal uh, terrorist cells, you know, launching terrorist attacks in the United States. It, it could be a whole other kind of a shutdown where he has to be hidden and protected, where he can't go to these events because it's threatening, because we have a world war. But they can't. That aside, and hopefully that will never happen, but it, but it very well may. I mean, we're Election going into strange time. Of, this, of the this, coof. It's not the, the, the war in Israel is not going to settle down anytime soon. It's only going to get worse. And so they can't hide him in the basement. They could have him drop out and be replaced by Gavin Newsom, but they're going to look weak. And then Kamala, the party's going to look weak because Kamala should have been the one to pick up yeah. that baton, but she's not qualified. She's not likable. Uh, so that would be a if she were the person and then they picked another VP, it would just be a disaster. Even if you kind of, you know, you feel bad for somebody when they're sick or when they have a, you know, ha have a health problem and you kind of want to yeah. rally behind them. So the party would still rally behind and be like, you know what, we got to help her finish the, you know, Joe Biden's dream of, you know, whatever, throwing Donald Trump in prison. So if he drops out, they're going to look weak because she's not going to take up the, the, the baton. Yeah. It's getting late because. In some states, you can't add you add your name to the ballot anymore. Okay, right. that, cut, that gets cut off. So they could maybe they could change the state legislatures could change those rules, but then Republican states are not going to allow could do it that. At the convention, maybe they could. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Is at the convention, and then they can they can sort of put it off on the delegates because then it won't be. Uh, well, you know, it won't be. Well, Biden dropped out, and or Kamala didn't do it, and we wanted Gavin Newsom. It just like so. If it's going to happen. It's going to be somebody else. It's probably going to be the delegates at the convention, which is why I said we only have seven, eight months of 
any sense of normalcy left in this country because once I think the conventions are in June or July, yeah. mm -hmm. once that happens and the nominees are pretty solidified, it's going to be insane. And he may stay in the race. You know, a lot of people are like, he will never stay in. He couldn't do. Who would vote for him? Well, look at John Fetterman. That right. guy couldn't even finish a set. Like, literally couldn't finish a set. He still barely can. Yeah. Had has brain damage and was still elected and won against a celebrity. You know, I mean, like, yeah. usually, like, celebrities kind of oh, trump my God. ordinary they, uh, people. If they right? run anybody but Dr. Oz, I think he loses i think yeah people but are... he was not only a celebrity but he was a doctor even though he was kind of a tv you know, doctor huckster, tell you, it's yeah like a tv doctor yeah. and a, you know kind of a huckster he was real um, he was an actual doctor though too yeah. yeah yeah and i think he is he an immigrant too he might even be yeah. an immigrant as well mm -hmm. so you have they voted if you assume that you know the everything everything's tallied yeah. properly yeah, yeah. which in a perfect world i mean it, you know of course it would be but but that aside they voted for a guy who has brain damage who can't speak. And so they will vote for Joe Biden. They'll vote for ham sandwich if it has a D yeah. next to its name. It doesn't matter. And then what that leads to the other thing about if who's going to be the nominee with Trump or DeSantis. Like is, what's going to happen with that? Right. I mean, we covered a little bit of that before. Yeah. I mean, I think it's Trump. I mean, I think it's Trump in a landslide, but that's with no shenanigans. My, my biggest concern is. Michelle Obama, because I talked to Jordan, Jordan Schachtel yesterday, and um, he's a kind of independent reporter guy, too. His take was like that. I mean, Michelle Obama crushes Trump. Like if, if they put Michelle Obama in there, the Democrats win. But and that's, that's going to tarnish Barack's legacy. A, yes, that's right. Gonna make, that's going to make Barack look weak, that his legacy didn't end with him, that his wife had to come back. Yeah. And like save America, it's a nice story, but it's going to make him look weak. It's going to tarnish his legacy. You think he? You think he says, Michelle? No, I, I don't think so. Not going to. Yeah, run I president. think Roger Stone. Roger Stone's one of the most adamant about that. I think he's wrong. I think, like I said, at the the only option they have is going to be Gavin Newsom because he's the you know he's a national figure already. He's the yeah. governor of a major state. Good looking, charismatic. Yeah, slick talker. Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't matter how terrible of a governor he is. It doesn't matter how bad he locked down California during COVID. The yeah. Democrats will vote for him. It, it, they just don't care. But then my my concern with with our side with the Republicans is that you know the the, the Santos voters they they have legitimate concerns and legitimate criticisms about you know if Trump's going to be able to get those swing states yes, and those, those right. independent voters and he's getting older and, you know, he is, uh, yeah, he's eight you know, years little, older than he was yeah. in 2016. And he'll be 12 years older at the end of his term. The guy's not in great shape. Um, and you're at, and you know, being president running for president is like a four to one. Just look at before and afters for Obama. He aged yeah. like, well, he's a whole he, great gray hair guy now, yeah, but, but Trump, young, Trump is guy. unique. Trump yeah, it's like he, he thrives. He off looks the of same. The chaos. He loves yeah. it. He is a unique animal. But my, my point is, they have legitimate concerns, and and I see legitimate reasons why people would want to support Ron DeSantis over Trump. Sure. But at the same time, 
you know, they're like, well, why would you want to back a loser like Trump instead of this? Well, DeSantis is doing horrible in the polls. So, so what do you like, think? Let me ask you. Sorry to cut you off. Let me ask you. because I asked. So the guy I had on yesterday was a DeSantis supporter, still is. So my chat crushed him. But he was very you know, open. And I was asked this question. By the way, I'm joined by Mark Dice right now. 8,000 people watching. He has a new book out. Link in the description. Go buy it. Support independent people like Mark Dice. And if you want to support me, support Mark. Um, independent guy on his own. Doesn't suck at the teat of big con. One of the maybe really the last real OG, real guy out there who isn't bought and paid for. And um, let's let's support that. Also, his YouTube channel and his Rumble channel, if you like what he's saying, take a minute, open a new tab while we're talking here and follow the guy. Um, you know, I always encourage my viewers, get involved and support my guests. So maybe Mark, um, you know, comes by more than once every five years. I, I wanted to ask you, what the hell went wrong with DeSantis? On the, I was at the first debate. It was a train wreck. I was in the eighth row. I could see the flop sweat. And that wasn't just from Chris Greasty. The, I, I just, is he just not good on his feet? I mean, he was unwatchable. Well, you, some people are. That's a skill, man. I mean, you have somebody yeah. like Obama who can get up there. I guess it. he's yeah. more skilled on a teleprompter. When he's talking off the top of his head, he's not quite as skilled. But, like, that's a skill, man. And, and some people, even like myself, are more analytical. And so it's it could just be difficult to process the language yeah. in front of the crowd with the stress. You got all those things you're trying to think about. You know, the, the verbal communication is a skill. And... People can only be skilled in so many different things. You know, that's why engineers tend to, you know, not be social butterflies. Yeah. Okay. And the social butterflies are not math people and, you know, not engineers because everybody has their own skill set. So he can sit back and analyze and put forth these, these policies and network behind the scenes, but he doesn't have that, you know, that charisma that people are used to. To be. Yeah. And one more point about about him, you know, if he were to miraculously start winning in the primaries, which I, I can't see happening, even if Trump makes some, you know, puts his foot in his mouth yeah. a couple times, I still just can't see the base uh, abandoning him. Right. Well, like there was Trump's a lot of concern. Never leave him. He's, there was a lot of concern. Is, there was a lot but, of concern in 2016 when the grabber by the you know what tape yeah. came out. And that was like, you know, strategically released like a day before one of the debates. Yep. Right. And even I was like, Ooh, this does look bad. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's going to be bad. It was a big cloud hanging over the campaign, the debate. He got through it. Everybody got over it. Right. And so even if he puts his foot in his mouth a couple of times, still can't see Ron DeSantis winning, but by some miracle of the algorithm gods, yeah. he does the Trump base a lot of them are not going to vote in the general election, period. They're just, they're going to say, I think 10 stolen. million. They're going to say it was stolen. Million. They're yeah. not going to vote at all. They're going to be so disgruntled that DeSantis in the general would have such a loss of support from the base that yeah. it would, it would severely limit his chances of winning in the general election. And at the same time, 
these DeSantis people, and I guess this kind of happens with every general election, although up until 2016, I, you know, I supported Ron Paul in like 2008, 2012. Yeah. And, you know, even, even back then, you know, when it was Romney versus Obama, it's like, okay, these are both just garbage. They're candidates. terrible. Yeah. It's two, two sides of the same coin, you know, same with 2008, you know, John McCain versus Obama, like, what's what's the difference not much nothing fundamentally in this country is different if the other person had won yeah basically but with trump it was different i mean that's a business guy going in there we've always wanted a businessman more charismatic than ross perot the annoying little guy who made a lot of sense but he just doesn't have that didn't have that charisma yeah okay he had a lot of votes so i supported trump i mean i actually supported rand paul in 2016 out the gate because i thought okay ron paul is great Rand Paul, great. Yeah. And then the more I started watching Trump, this is like early, early, like 2015. And then yeah. as soon as I started watching, you know, the live streams of Trump's campaign uh, rallies, I was like, oh, dude, okay, this guy makes total sense. I'm 100% on board. And that was early, early. But what happened with, with back then, a lot of the never Trumpers that were so disgruntled with him that even after he was the nominee, they didn't support, which yeah. is very strange to attack the nominee. Okay, which, you know, that's one of my main beefs with Ben Shapiro is his tremendous influence over young adults and his not back. He was a not Trumper, yeah. Was a never Trumper, which by Mm -hmm. default was a vote for Hillary Clinton. He was also get the get the jab dummies too, guy. People forget that. And how many but to to, to the Daily Wire's credit, they did sue to avoid, you know, to uh, to ban the mandates. Okay, but so how many tens of thousands of votes did Ben Shapiro cost Donald Trump in 2016 by just, you know, not supporting him and not campaigning for the conservative cause? I would say probably 10,000 votes, right? And that election only came down to, I think, like 80,000 80, votes, maybe, maybe yep. less, right? Yeah. So the problem is going to be if Trump is the nominee, which hopefully he will be, these DeSantis, the never Trump band is back together and it's bigger. Right. Yeah, and so these true. guys are painting themselves into a corner that they're not going to be able to get out of. And they're not going to be able to bite their lip, swallow their pride and say, okay, you know what? Forget everything that we said about how it's terrible and all this stuff. Like, yeah, it's the the lesser of two evils and it's either him or it's the communist uh, front man. And, you know, I I don't know if a lot of them are going to be able to do that. And, And so they're going to these hardcore DeSantis people and the establishment Republicans are are going to hurt Trump in the long run, I, I think. And it's going to be... They will, and it's going to be close. Yeah. Without, the, without the lockdowns, though, I think that... I mean, <laughs> I don't think in our lifetime, hopefully we both live a very long time, we're never going to see that number of total votes in an election again. Just like you have these never-Trumpers, there's no way in hell people are as motivated in 2024 as they were in 2020 to vote against Trump. You will just not be able to, you're not going to be able to put, I mean, it will be, I don't want to will it to happen, but between COVID and four straight years of anti-Trumpism, he's a fascist. It's the end of the world. We had literally Hillary Clinton out two days ago. Say he, if we reelect him, he'll be like Hitler. Um, I think a lot of that just doesn't hit anymore. We've had four years of this guy's better except it's way worse than it's ever been. I, I don't think, I think that Joe Biden gets 20 million less votes this time. I think it's that big. Well, and, and I, I, 
Despite but, four years of the media trying to smear him during his first administration of being the next Hitler, he yeah. still got more African-American or more black votes yeah. in 2020 than he did in 2016. So despite them calling him a Nazi every day, it did not work. He got more black vote. And now that you know World War III is potentially looming and even if things, you know, settle down or don't get much you know don't involve a broader conflict people are still looking at the inflation the housing prices. prices yeah mo mo you know millennials and zoomers are you know growing up they're they're young adults now i mean millennials are you know reaching their 30s and, and you know and and how with the exception of maybe some parts of the country i mean how are they going to afford to buy a house how, how are they you know, the housing prices are so high and the interest rates have, uh, have gone up. Yeah. They, so they're frustrated about that. They're going to start learning. You know, you, you, your groceries are expensive. Rent is expensive. Yeah. I mean, I'm in California, man. Gas out here is like $6. That's so nuts now. to me. I mean, it's totally insane. Like the average price of a home in Southern California is $8 million. I mean, yeah, these people won't be able to buy houses. Well, let me ask you this. Um, by the way, uh, joined by Mark Dice. Today, we're going to do something awesome, I hope. Um, there's 8,500 people here now, roughly. If you haven't yet, go check out his book on Amazon. There's a click in the, uh, there's a link in the description. Let's, if we can, um, see if we can't, um, make his book number one. There's enough people out there right now watching or who will watch it later today. It's 20 bucks. Um, you probably have some Amazon credits that you don't even know about or some, miles on your credit card or whatever the case is. Mark is an independent lone wolf like me. I look up to Mark a lot. He is his, you know, just like he says about me, I don't always agree with everything that he says. He's a little bit more hardcore than I am. However, um, that's not a bad thing, but, um, you know, I've always looked up to him for resisting the, the easy path of, you know, getting buddy buddy with people. And I've modeled a lot of what I do after what Mark did. And he, in a lot of ways, he's served as my North star for you can get out there and you can do it. You don't need to work for big con. And, um, you know, that's why we need, you know, that's why I ask people to support directly. So the link is in the description. I'll also put it in chat. I want to let people too let people know too, that I updated the links for the, the contest that's in the description too. But Go get Mark's book. I think we can make it number one. Seriously. I wanted to ask you, Mark, because this is an issue that's kind of near and dear to you. One of the areas you've broke away from Big Con is, you know, and I side with you on it. I don't say it as ruthlessly and savagely as you, but, you know, you've, you've, you've never been afraid to, to break away from it saying, hey, you know, uh, Big Con has their, their little purse puppies that, you know, go out there and buy babies. And I happen to think, you know, I've lost a few people, a lot, you know, I had some angry DMS from people that disagree with me, but you know, when I talk about, you know, Dave Rubin buying babies, I mean, he's buying babies. I think it's, you know, pretty much human trafficking, uh, as close as it can get. Now people will email me angrily and disagree. I know you don't. Um, what do you think? I think the abortion issue coming up in the election is going to be a big deal for conservatives. Uh, we saw it on Wednesday with the election. Overturning Roe v. Wade 
however people feel about it, has now turned it into a state issue. It's a more granular issue. And conservatives are out there running and they're going to have to answer it. And many people, including myself, well, I'll just say, I believe this is going to be a big hurdle. Do you think it's going to be as big of a hurdle um, as as it is? Or you know, how do you see the conservative you know, handling this now where they're going to have to answer for whether they're pro-life or pro-choice on their state levels now? Because I think we saw, you know, we're going to see, you know, I saw in Wisconsin, we lost the Supreme Court majority of conservatives because of that. Because yep. Gen Z showed up and they voted out the conservative Supreme Court judge. I think that's going to happen all over. So what do you think the... What do you think the you know counterpunch is that to uh, for that? That's a that's a tough question because that's it, it's a it's it's a very difficult position because even in some of the elections I think it was in Ohio on Tuesday they also lost because of that and yep. so then you see the conservatives a lot of them are doubling down saying okay it, it doesn't matter if that's a you know a quote losing issue can't compromise on it so that's the decision is do you you know, kind of bend a little bit and say, well, they'll allow the 15 weeks as opposed to a total ban. And then lose a lot, man. And then I lose. Think, yeah. And then keep losing and lose power. Or do you then back off of that? That's, that's one of those difficult conundrums. Like you have to, they're going to lose. Uh, I think there's a term for it in some of the paleoconservative circles, like the beautiful, beautiful losers or. Oh yeah. Th that's one of those areas where if and that's probably the one area where they won't compromise on, uh, like like they did with gay marriage. Right. And now you mentioned, you know, Dave Rubin. Well, because so many of them were kids. closeted gays, I think that I think that 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 was a uh, uh, part of the a lot of the big people supporting it. Well, and is is every is, is your audience everyone familiar with what what Dave Rubin did? Conservative inks, token gay guy, like buying no, no, children. Well, no, go ahead. Satan, your so words, though. He is the token, you know, he's the token conservative ink gay guy. And he and his husband purchased eggs from a uh, fertility clinic and then rented two women's wombs yeah. and then had two different eggs fertilized with each of their sperm to then grow the children. And then as soon as they were born, the kids were taken and given to them. So these four kids, because of the privacy laws in buying eggs from a fertility clinic, they will never know who their mother is, period. Mm -hmm. Never have a mother in their life. So you're having two children. And that's why I oppose gay, gay adoption as well. Something that Charlie Kirk championed on Dave Rubin's show and something that Matt Schlepp, the head of CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Committee, you know, the big conservative event every year, was asked about it on a Catholic show. You know, should gay men be allowed to adopt children? And he hemmed and hawed for like 30 seconds, man. And he's supposed to be Catholic no. himself. It should he be so be like, easy. Well, I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, um, I mean, he literally stumbled over his words for 30 seconds. And like, dude, no, the answer is no. Yeah. And that's putting it politely. I don't know if we're still on YouTube. I don't want We are still. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. get you into trouble with that. That's me like being nice. But then, you know, you have then that's one level of conservatives bowing over, bending over to the liberal agenda is allowing adoption. And then you have somebody like Dave Rubin who is buying the children. Pete Booty Judge did it too. Exactly. Now he was mocked. Oh, look at this. But then Dave Rubin did it. And not only when he did it, you had all the conservatives. They were going to people. celebrate it. They yeah, went to the parties. They exactly. went. To, yeah. No, yeah. you imagine being a kid growing up 
And then you start to get to the age where you start trying to you know, figure out where you came from and what this life is all about. And you got, yeah. you're being raised by these two dudes and you're like, hey, hey, guys, uh, where's mom? Yeah, we don't right. know. What do you mean we you don't know? You. We bought you. And, and yeah. it's, I think and then there's even an argument against surrogacy within some Christian circles or conservative circles, just against surrogacy in general, when normal couples. A normal couple, of course, being a man and a woman, you're not supposed to say that that's normal because you're not allowed yeah. to admit that something is unusual or, or abnormal, right? So there's even get, an argument against that. But, yeah. but that, I think, is, is, is dramatically even different because then at least the children are being raised with a mother figure. At and least a it's a traditional parent, yeah. I think. Yeah, my, my business partner and fellow YouTuber, Sydney Watson, she's, had, she's hard line. She's even against surrogacy. Like heart, she's like, hey, yeah. this is, you know, biologically, it's saying your body, there's something in your bodies. This is, you know, I'm just going to use her words. There's something wrong with your gene pool or something that says, you know, it's nature is saying you shouldn't be reproducing. So even like IVF, she doesn't like. So there are, mm -hmm. there are conservatives that are really hardcore about that kind of stuff. And they're well, it's almost it's selfish in a sense, because even with a, with a normal couple, you're condemning the child to a life where they don't know their mother, right? They have and no they idea. raised without one. Not no that idea. But no, and I'm saying in a normal couple, at least oh, they right, have yeah, a yeah. figure. But yeah, in a yeah. situation like Dave Rubin and his husband, you know, they have no child, no, no mother, no motherly figure, condemning the child to be raised in a home with two dudes. And then you have conservative ink all congratulating him. Hey, this is amazing. This is cool. I mean, from PragerU to the official Blaze account to, you know, sort of quasi-conservatives like Megyn Kelly, yeah. uh, Christopher Rufo, the big critical race theory expert who's afraid to use the term anti-whiteism because he just wants to use this broad critical race theory, diversity, equity, inclusion. It's like, bro. It's just anti-white. Yeah. In 99% of the Male, cases, too. it's anti-whiteism, but he doesn't want to you know, kind of give rise to what's called like white identity or white identitarianism, yeah. which is a whole other issue, which is actually something I do cover. Every other race can have that, by the way. Now, I want to be careful, but, you know, being proud of your race for any other race is celebrated in the media, except for one. You know, and well, it's this a is very be a, dangerous position, you know, to even and, go down and, that road. And society is going to go down that road as yep. white people become a minority in the United States, which mm -hmm. is trending for like 20 45 i think it is but i'm looking forward are, to my 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 handouts then i'm looking might forward even be to 2035 actually it's um, getting it's rapidly within with yeah. a million people pouring over the border a month it's it's getting accelerated white people are already a minority in numerous like a half a dozen states okay mm -hmm. and have been for some time like they just admitted it in the mainstream that like white people are now a minority in texas they've been look a at the uk white they, people have been a minority in california i am a minority in California. As Congratulations, Mark. Okay. Yeah. Now, where are my rights? Where's my where's my Get reparations? Right? Low interest business loans, man. So, part of the rise of anti-whiteism you're seeing is the Black Lives Matter just incessantly attacking. It's cultural Marxism, really. You know, they're trying to brand white people as the oppressor to then leverage that in order to gain power, and not to dismiss the past racism or even current racism that does you know still happen. It exists. Yeah. At a small small level. You know, I mean, it was institutionally wise, virtually gone uh, decades yeah. and decades ago. A right? hundred years and, ago, it did exist. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, but now it is institutional 
anti-whiteism mm -hmm. and you know that anti-white racism and that's something that most people have been afraid to talk and still are afraid to talk about but only very recently have they been starting to say there is a lot of anti-white racism and i just want to make the clear distinction i make this all the time it's like you know kind of like beating a dead horse with my own audience but i'll just introduce this to you to your audience as well is I use the term anti-whiteism because just like in the vein of anti-Semitism, everybody knows what that term is. Everybody knows what it means. And it's not like it's a new term. It's not yeah. like, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm anti-litter. I'm against litter. So, I'm, you know, it's, it's not like a new term. Like, yeah, it's anti-white racism. But people finally started making the distinction instead of just calling. Because if you mention racism, what's the first thing that comes to mind? White, white people on black. behaving badly. Yeah. White mm -hmm. people being bigots towards non-white people. So mm -hmm. people even, they used to use the term, Reverse racism, which is still it's still racism, in, it's <laughs> still falling into the frame of well, racism is is usually white people behaving badly, but sometimes it's uh, the reverse. No, no, no. It, it, so you have to make the distinction. It's anti-white racism or anti-white. It's just racism. And, but well, again, but you have to make that distinction, oh, right? Yeah. Because the term racism is so tainted as a one particular group versus another another particular group. So I think you always have to make that distinction. But then critical race theory waters it down and softens what it is yeah. even more. It's about uplifting other people. We saw the Supreme Court even um, finally rule against this college anti-white college admissions and these colleges who take state and federal funds saying, Matt, we're still going to do it. it. It took, by the way, it took anti-Asians yes. to finally take down these anti-white, anti-Asian yeah. policies. I, I know Mark's a very busy guy. I want to remind people, if you're in, if you're watching, Mark's, uh, I'm going to give a, a, another plug here because there's a lot of people watching. Mark's new book, go buy it. If you don't like it, I will personally refund your money, okay? If, you, <laughs> if you're one of my viewers and you buy this book and you're like, I hate it, I'll buy it from you. Go support the guy. It's important we support independent creators. The link is in the description. I'm going to put it in both chats right now. Let's make this book number one. We have the power to do it. And it gives a lot of power to other independent creators out there like myself uh, to know that you can stand alone. His YouTube channel um, is also linked down below. If you're watching on YouTube, go follow him. If His Rumble channel is here. Um, if you prefer to watch on Rumble, you know we have more people watching than Mark has subscribed on his Rumble. We could double his subscribers. Go f if you're watching on Rumble and you want to watch there, follow there. Um, and you know, again, um, if you're tuning in for the first time, I do this show every single weekday, Monday through Friday, from noon to two. Make sure you follow me too. I mean, I'll take a minute to self shill. You know, make sure you're following my account. Um, and and Mark, um, you know, I, I'm gonna let you off the hook here a little bit because I know you've given me a ton of time already. Um, I, I was hoping to get a white pill from you. Um, before, cause you know, since all the doom and gloom, do, do you have a, a white pill that I can share with people about this upcoming political landscape? Yes. People are finally addressing some of the core problems that they've been afraid to talk about that have been kind of simmering below the surface. They didn't want to, they didn't want to call, be called homophobic. They didn't want to be called racist. And so it's boiled over. And now you're seeing finally things that independent creators have been talking about for years. I mean, the, you know, the, 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 the pushing transgenderism on children, they've been doing that for 10 years. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, there was a cartoon called She's Out that came out like a decade ago where they started doing it. And only, it might've been maybe mentioned in some, you know, Fox News, something like that. But a lot of the independent content creators, me, you know, Alex Jones, 
we're like, oh, whoa, this is bizarre, man. This is like the, you know, this is the gay agenda. Like yeah. everything that the Christians have been warning about for years. And now it's starting. Now they are coming after the children. That was 10 years ago. So the white pill, as you, as you <laughs> millennials say, yeah. uh, I, I refuse to adopt a lot of the, the, the language of, yeah. uh, you know, some of the, some of the younger generations, but is that finally people are seeing it and, and, and the young, you know, the kids, the zoomers, they're growing up in a world and they're realizing how messed up a lot of this stuff is. And they're starting to see that even though it's not, a, you're not allowed to say certain things, they're finding some of the old school generation people that are, that are talking about it. Some of the independent creators that are warning about it, that are trying to restore the United States to the way that it was. We're seeing a whole new crop of YouTubers and influencers, particularly yeah. girls. Okay. Yeah who can get the attention of the Look at Brett. simp, the simps, as you, as the kids say, yeah. to, to, to get the guys in to then, you know, educate them. You know, people like Riley Gaines. There's another beautiful yeah, girl on TikTok uh, who's, I think, a, another swimmer, Olivia, something. Yes. Else. I don't know how, how yeah. to say her name. So you have these girls, even, you know, Brett Cooper over on The Daily yeah, Wire. She's a great gatekeeper I mean, I, or like I, a, a entry point. I've, you know, I've, I've kind of, I criticize everybody, okay? And I've criticized Brad for, you know, it looks like a normal YouTuber. She's in the studio. and She's and an that. actor. Yeah. yeah. Well, she is an actor. Okay. But that's not to say that her work isn't important, that she's not talented. Uh, and even with the the, the Daily Wire behind she's her. She's more and, popular than either one of us. Yeah. Like, and, she, and got there in a, in a year. Yeah. Well, and part of that is because the, the Daily Wire, yeah, you know, yeah. we're, we're boosting her and we're advertising her channel and, and things like that. But but she is does do great work, uh, you know, yeah. I think, and, and is reaching the the kids, the you know, the, the people her age. Yep. You know, she's probably in her early 20s, I think. So, like, yeah. you know, she's out there reaching, you know, teenage Gen girls, yeah. getting the getting the simps to, you know, these these teenage kids, guys who are you know, kind of growing up and maybe starting to see some of the ramifications of the chaos of, of society. And so the, the, the white pill, as, as you asked, is yeah. that, and even Turning Point USA to some extent, you know, has a crop of these, you know, they deploy that same beautiful same young influencing yeah. babes. Okay. And they may not be, you know, household names. Many of them still have niche followings, but there's going to be people that, that expand out of that and become like the next Candace Owens or the next Tommy Laren. Yeah. Um, and even the ones with the kind of the niche audiences are still going to resonate because we have such a fractured eco ecosystem in the media world that if they're, you know, we, we in the million sub club, a lot of people, you know, some of the audience may look down on somebody who only has like, you only have 50,000. This person likes 50,000 subscribers. Yeah. That's a lot of subscribers. That's a lot. You that's know, a football stadium full of yeah. people. And that's yeah. like a that's like a local radio show, you know, audience. I mean, even even some local television news, it doesn't yeah. even get 50,000. Not that everybody watches, you know, every every video or whatever, but you know, CNN's lucky to pull in a couple hundred thousand. Some of their shows, yeah. Some of their shows the like 100,000, 150,000. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and you know, white pills. We can get going. How, how do, do you usually do? Uh, two hours or how long? How long? Yeah, I mean, I'm good on time. I just wanted to give you an out because, uh, you know, you've been so generous with your time. I usually go to right around two. I'm just gonna tell everybody. Um, you know, a lot of people here. I've been doing this like giveaway thing on my channel. So the link is in the in the, the link is in the description for today's entry, and uh, I'll read out the winners at the. I put I posted the winners in the pinned comment too. 
But the winners uh, from day four, I'm just going to read them off, are Game Rocker 1, SG, and I'll email you all too, SG1Fan75, Jim H69, Manny Licious, Max and Razzle, Narsos, Hi, H-I-G-I-C-U-R-A, Higakura, and Rez7Borg. So congrats on that. I've been promoting my live streams with some um, some giveaway stuff and I and uh, to help get the numbers up. I'll stay it's for the rest working. of the hour. That's that's fine. We still got you know we can get into more yeah, I love more uh, white pilling. I don't mean to cut you off if you're still um, no no no. That's it. I'll tell you what. Here's my white pill. Is uh I've never been. It's never been more obvious to me that the Republican Party is a mess. But. It's kind of already under, you know, undergoing this like restructure. A lot of mask off stuff has been happening that it's like, oh, we can point out and be like, look at this idiot. But I think a lot of people are opening up to, you know, just how many, you know, people with an R in front of their name that they've been voting for that, you know, and then then they go on Twitter and, and roast like they were sending all this money to Ukraine. And it turns out these people are right on board you know, right on board too. Got to get a new speaker in there. So we got to send, we got to send a hundred billion dollars to Israel. First let's, thing he does. Let's get this done. First yeah, thing. right. We're yeah. broke. This country's <laughs> bankrupt, man. You know, I mean, like people our age, you know, I'm, I got you by a couple of years, but like Chris Christie mentioned something at the debate about, and I've been warning about this for years. I mean, it just kind of, when you start looking under the hood of the country and start seeing the problems and start thinking like, how are they going to possibly even begin to deal with some of these, you know, like the financial issues, the debt, yeah. Chris Christie let the cat out of the bag that he said, you know, rich people, he used the term rich people should not collect social security, he said. And oh, so what's boy. gonna what's gonna happen in another 10, 20 years is when you know the boomers will be gone, but then you know, kind of maybe Gen Xers will Gen start X, retiring. Yeah. Okay. They're, what they're gonna consider rich is if you have uh, your house paid off or and or you know, yeah. 500 grand in your 401k or, you know, a million dollars in, in your 401k, yeah, which yeah. seems like a lot of money. And it, and it is, but, you know, to some of the younger audience and, and but you, know, you talk to any accountant, uh, any financial planner, and they'll tell you, like, in order to like, not have this luxury retirement of taking cruises and things, but like, if you're going to retire at 65 and live to 85 or 90, like you need, you need a million, a million plus. dollars in your, yeah. in your IRA. And you yeah. can do that. Provided we don't have some depression in a lost decade, you know, if you contribute to an IRA, you know, for your 30, 40 years of working and it compounds at six, 8% over the, over the yeah. 40 years. But Chris Christie mentioned that the rich people will not, he should not collect social security. So, I mean, I've been saying for forever that at some point in 10 or 20 years, when there's no money, when social security is bankrupt, the country's bankrupt, we can barely pay the interest on the national debt. They're going to say that if you have your house paid off or if you have an IRA with a half a yeah. million dollars in it from your, you know, 30 years working at UPS or wherever, they're going to say that you already have enough money and we're not going to pay you your social security that you paid into. 100%. It's yep. your money. They're going to say, or they'll cut it You're down. You're in the top so 3%. Bad. You'll get the minimum. They'll, you know, they'll cut it down so bad that, you know, instead of getting your $2,500 a month or whatever, or whatever yeah. you get, you'll get, 500 bucks a month, you get a thousand dollars a month. I just and they're going to say that there's no way around it because there's yeah. no money. And that's the thing. They're going to say, who cares? Cause they're, these people are rich. And so yeah. the 95% of people or the 90% will, you know, that they'll, they'll cut 10%, which will be enough. 
I just went through this. By the way, I'm going to read some of these comments to you. Um, watch for follow. Oh, it says, oh, you have an audiobook. I'm a millennial that went to public school, so I can't read. Uh, Pepe Payne, uh, veteran, chiming in. Um, uh, also, TJ Ray says, I already got my copy of the book. Haven't had much time to read it yet, but I got it. Everything nice. woke turns to shit. Um, uh, Jonathan says, Mark Dice on someone else's channel. What is this? Well, you guys don't know what I have on him. That's That's really the real thing. <laughs> Fred Jones says, uh, I've been sharing a lot of love recently. Need to add more. Thank you, dude. Tabula, uh, Mark, your new book just arrived from Amazon. Third book I have from you. Nice. Um, Rainmaker says, started to work. Started to work at 1 a.m. just to see Dice. Uh, am I late? Can't wait till your book arrives. Um, was wondering what you guys' thoughts are on the on the Dalton mayor getting recalled and beating it. Um, I don't know about that. Do you know about that? No. Yeah, sorry. Um, Daramoth says... Jeremy, if you reach over 9,000 live viewers, will you say the line? Yeah, I will. We're close, actually. Um, and are we 9,000 on Rumble? Or are we on YouTube as well? Or what, what, are yeah, you combining the, the viewership? Or what, what are the numbers on which platforms? We're almost at 8,000 people on Rumble right now. Nice. And um, we're at a puny 950 on YouTube. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and I plugged just... the interview today in my video. Yeah, um, not only I did that, I yeah. post a, the, on the community tab, but I also, I did say, as I, I gave a shout out to my audience this morning, I was like, all right, guys. So, you know, and I, I don't know if I said we're going to be on both things, but the link is on we my are on community tab. And the community yeah. tab is fantastic, as you know. And we works. can get into, if you want to read, read some more of those, we, we can we can do that. But we can also get into, you know, some of the some of the uh, potential uh, problems that Rumble is going to face. And, and, you know, as the yeah. election comes, comes forward. I got one and, and get into Elon. And by the way, for the people, you know, we got to, I'll show the book here for a second. I appreciate you, you plugging it for me. But, you know. A lot of people send a $10, $15, dollars super chat. Just go spend the money and go yes. go buy the book. And again, even if people think that they know, I guarantee you that you don't. And not that I'm like this know-it-all because I learn a lot from my own audience in the comments. And people always help to, you know, fill in the gaps with some of my uh, areas where I'm lacking or if I slip up, they'll they'll fill the gaps there. But Thanks in the chat. it's so much more in-depth than I can even possibly articulate. And, it, and again, not just sensational offensive content it's it's just a really deep dive and even if you think that you're you know you're a news junkie and you're plugged in all the time i guarantee you're going to know a lot of it but it's going to go so much deeper and get it for somebody else get it for christmas get your christmas shopping done because yeah a lot of times a, you know a prophet isn't known in their own town uh, i think is the saying where mm -hmm. you might be trying to educate your family members or your friends and they might be like yeah 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 but if you give them a book for christmas if they're reading it Sometimes it resonates differently with somebody else because you tend to kind of write off your own family members in terms of areas of expertise where they're like, oh, yeah, oh, you know, oh, my son's always talking about this. My my nephew's mm -hmm. always talking about this. But if you can get them to open the book, it it's coming from somebody else as opposed to from you. And yep. instead of just, you know, you're posting on social media and you're you're trying to show them and you're sending them the links and you're texting them the links to the shows totally different than getting the book in their hands and getting it on their shelf and they could pick it up at any time that they that they want and it might be weeks months it might be years yeah it still doesn't matter it's a record of history and it's got all the data compiled and it's a much more polished presentation. Uh, and we can end 
you know, well, let's get into, you know, some of the problems that Rumble, I guess we still got half an hour. Some of the problems yeah. and, and benefits of Rumble and X, Twitter, and then remind me at the end, there are more white pills, as the kids say, yeah. um, uh, you know, because I don't want to just be like, all these problems, it's, it's terrible. You, That's you what know? I and try we, to we, do, too. We, we People will tune you out it. eventually if you don't give them some hope. <laughs> yeah, and we, we covered some of it. Uh, we'll, we'll save that for, for the very, very end. But um, are, are you switching to Rumble at, at all? Dumping? Yeah, dumping I'm going to go to I'm going to Rumble exclusive in like one minute here. Jeremy um, promised me once we leave YouTube that he's going to start dropping the N word. That's true. So come yeah. on over. <laughs> yeah. Come on over to Rumble. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you I will say the N word. Um, Rainmaker Manny says, Mark, it feels years since you did a man on the street. Are you ever going to go back to them? I'm sure people ask that all the time. I don't know. It's I, I kind of am tired of it, and I'm like, oh my god, I've done it a million times. Maybe next summer, you know, yeah. I I will. They're good um, for virality, man. You know. Well, they don't go viral anymore, like they do, dude. Like I oh. did them for I did them for many many years. Okay, since I don't even remember when. And then after the 2016 election, I just got so caught up with analyzing the news and responding, then going and doing man on the street. So I didn't do them for years, like five years. Then, like two summers ago, I was like, okay, I'm tired of this. It's all negative. I got to get out there and have some fun. I got to interview the, the morons again and, yeah. and, and get some get some viral hits, but also just switch it up, you know, get out of the kitchen and, and get back out and do my old uh, shtick again, right? And, dude, they mm -hmm. did not go. There was, like, one or two of them that went viral because the algorithm changed since 2017 when the empire uh, struck back, okay? Yeah. Because back then, the YouTube algorithm was fair. I would show up in the recommended. I would have a video that would, you know, continue to get views for months sometimes, or at least, you know, a, a yeah. week, right? Yeah, it would legs. show up yeah. with similar videos. It'd show up on the recommendation pages. You could post it on Facebook and on Twitter, and they weren't burying external links like they were now. And so I was kind of surprised that I would go out, you know, like I got to hire a cameraman and, and go and it, it do all this. And it takes a lot more time to edit because there's, you know, it's just, it's a lot yeah. easier. The juice wasn't worth the squeeze, huh? Yeah. Well, the, it, because they were getting the same amount of views as my other videos. Dude, like if you go and look at my top views on my channel from, from all know, time, 2007, yeah. my current yeah. channel is from 2007. I started YouTube in 2006, by the way, with a different channel, The Resistance, mm -hmm. which I kind of abandoned especially mm -hmm. after the Democrats started using it as their calling card. I was like, oh, man, I can't call myself yeah. a resistance anymore. Yeah. I'm not a, so then I, I just dumped that channel. But I've been on YouTube since 2006, and I started doing Man on the Street, you know, just with friends of mine. It'd be fun. I'm like, hey, let's go clown with some morons. And then it, it got serious, and I'd have to hire camera people. But when I did that two years ago, I was shocked, man. I mean, they do not go viral. And it's not – you know, that I started thinking, I was like, oh man, maybe I lost my touch. Maybe yeah, it's yeah. just an old genre that everybody's seen. Oh yeah, we see the morons. We see it. It may be something to do with it, but I think the most, the, the, the big cause is the algorithm has changed so much that they're not allowing those to go viral because a lot of those videos would get a million views easily. I just, I, I could easily, I just knew, I was like, yep, million views, no problem. And even on Facebook, you know, Facebook has is, is changed as well, you know. Yep the algorithm burying the videos i could upload and th their their views are fake just like x's you yep. know, impressions. Uh, yeah impressions as well yeah and you know i could post something over on on facebook you know, like upload it natively because they don't like when you post a link to an external platform for this competition so they want to bury that yep. immediately but yeah i'd upload them on on facebook and see other people stealing my videos 
uh, you know, try to build up yep. their fan base with with videos of other people. And there'd be three, four, five million views on some of those videos. But it's just it just doesn't happen, dude. Like it's incredible. So like they they don't hit like they used to. And again, some of it may be uh old genre. Everybody's seen, yeah, Fourth of July morons. Yeah, sign a petition to put people in prison for whatever. So, you know, like, but you that still can't account for the fact that like only one of them went viral. And then just all of a sudden, it's it, it's dead. So yeah, I'm it's sorry. Maybe. I don't know if I'm gonna do maybe. Uh, it's a maybe. Maybe a couple, but I don't know yeah. if it's gonna be like a regular, you know, weekly I, weekly thing. All right, I'm gonna move off of YouTube. Come on over to Rumble. I posted the link in the chat. Thanks everyone on YouTube. Um, I, I hope that uh, you'll stop by the Rumble chat so to hear me. I'm going to say the N word, um, <laughs> and then um, Mar uh, Mark and I will finish up with some big tech talk on X and uh, on Rumble and the future of that kind of stuff. Um, again, if you're, if you don't come over, make sure you go get Mark's book, support them. Um, you know, it's important that we support independent people. And, and I, I thank you for tuning in over on YouTube and um, yeah. So see you on Rumble. Okay. So we are now on Rumble only, I think. Um, and then the N word is Nancy, right? I think. Yeah, I, I mean, you didn't say which uh, which particular N word. Yeah, just, you know, there's 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 very very many of them. But uh, yeah, so there there you have it, folks. Now yeah. now it's said and done. Time to cancel. Time to yeah. cancel, Jerry. Clip but, it. You know, it's it's good to be on Rumble. Rumble is going to have some difficult decisions to make here uh, mm -hmm. as things are coming up because they're going to face the very real possibility of getting banned from the App Store. Uh, this very is a possibility with Twitter. Everybody was trying to get them banned from the App Store, and that might be why, or actually that that is why, you know, Elon is not allowing other certain individuals on the platform. And yep. in the book, by the way, there are other individuals on Twitter that nobody in the mainstream conservative movement will talk about. As much as you disagree with what they have to say, they still have a right to be on these platforms, I think. Yeah. And it's there's a couple of them that people will be like, hey, I disagree. I think this person's a terrible dirtbag, but they should have a right. But there's other people that nobody will talk about. And it's dangerous to talk about it, okay, which is why I kind of dance around it and hint towards it. But there are detailed in the book because I'm not uncancelable. I, you know, this is the this is really the job of some of those people who are on the forefront who have the backing of yeah. major media institutions like the Blaze and like the Daily Wire, like Prager U to championing the free speech on these platforms to call out some of these people by name who have been banned that are not allowed back on Twitter because Hey, I'll Elon say bring back knows. Alex Jones. Elon is being a pussy about that. Yep. And that yeah. I think is personal for him. And also Elon doesn't know it's not Elon, Alex was not banned from Twitter because of his Sandy Hook Correct. conspiracy theories, right. which were ridiculous, which were insane. And I'm a huge Alex Jones fan. And he denounced but, them. And he apologized. I mean, he, yeah, he disavowed them later on. Like any genius. And I think that Alex Jones is a genius. I do too. There yeah. often comes, almost, always comes equal downside. So that was like Alex's flaw. Any, any mass shooting. And I'm Alex Jones fan and listener for, you know, 18 years now. It's so like anytime there was a mass shooting, it would be it's false flag and this and that. But that yeah. was the one which really obviously caused some of the problems. But he was banned from Twitter for live streaming through Periscope, their live streaming app, a confrontation, not a confrontation, a conversation with CNN's Oliver Darcy in Washington, D.C. 
outside of a congressional hearing where Jack Dorsey was testifying about censorship on social media, and then Alex what just announced him for leading the charge to have him banned, and then they said that he was harassing somebody. And if you watch it, I mean, Alex was very well behaved, I would yeah, say, for him for being face to face yeah. with such a despicable enemy. He didn't even raise his voice. I mean, didn't get in his face, yeah. you know, to to assault somebody. People think that um, assault is, you know, punching somebody or pushing somebody. That is battery. Assault Correct. is when somebody reasonably believes that Jones, they're Didn't he about, call him a rat to his face? Yeah. Or a rat or a, a possum. But he does. He looks like this just despicable yeah. cartoon character, evil. Yeah. I think he called him like a possum or something or, like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's why Alex Jones was banned from Twitter for live streaming that on Periscope. And they said he was harassing harassment. Well, yeah. even if that's the case, even if he was harassing him, okay, then that should have only counted for like a 24-hour suspension. Or At maybe most. you know maybe yeah. a three day three day suspension then and then you let them back on. But the point is, Elon knows that if they don't ban these people and keep them banned, and he'll never admit this because it's bad for business and and people. He's will a fake free attacking. speech guy. I'll just say that he's a he fake should. free. He's a fake liar about yeah. free speech. Yeah. How he about is. that? <laughs> he knows. He knows that the app would be banned from the app store, like Gab. Which was banned immediately, yeah. or I think maybe even rejected outright from one I of can't, the Yeah, I think they were on one of them like very briefly, and then yeah, that was it. So in Rumble, they're gonna have difficult decisions to make, okay? Yep. Because they have branded themselves free speech, they have painted themselves into a corner. I hate and... that by the way. I tell them all the time, you should say freer speech, not free speech, Dude. because that does not exist in the current monopoly of the internet. Yep. It just doesn't. Because Minor they're side gonna rant. Be, oh, go they're going to be faced with decisions to. Trump's going to say ban. something, you know, something. Well, and it's one thing where they say like, okay, well, they'll allow election denial, you know, quote, yeah, they they doubting the election. They'll allow, um, you know, talking about transgenderism. They'll allow, uh, you know, doubting the vaccines. But especially with this new war over in Israel between the Hamas, Jew stuff is yeah, yeah criticizing yeah. Israel is like the ultimate taboo in Republican politics. You know, like if you disagree with a, yep. a Jew about the best flavor of ice cream, the ADL will call you an anti-Semite. And they're, yeah. that's a very dangerous label to have hurled at you, okay? And so particularly even before this war, there's those kinds of discussions which are always t ultimate taboo. And, you know, the history of Israel and, and how it was created and the ethnocentrism, the, the cohesiveness of what a yeah. tight-knit group they are. It's, it's such a can of worms that you <laughs> open in, in the book, which you should order from uh, Amazon.com. That's right. Link to, in the description. Get Mark's book. But those kinds of decisions are going to have to be made because Rumble is going to be pressed hard next year as the election comes banning certain content, banning certain people, banning, because there are people, you know, to their credit, Alex Jones has a channel. Uh, you know, there, there are other, other YouTubers that have been banned that have channels that are allowed to be on Rumble, to their credit. And There's, for the most part, you know, I think they removed one video from Nick Fuentes yeah. because he kind of, 
There was a you know they really say, went a little bit too yeah too hard yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, and that's a tough decision to make. But to their credit, dude, they didn't they ban didn't ban him. him. They, they just, just took that it. one particular video down. So you kind of got to see where they're coming from and say, okay, look, dude, it, it could be interpreted that you kind of, you know, were, were maybe a little too heated in your, your rhetoric there. Okay, yeah. But he's still out of a channel there, which is he should be. But they're going to be faced with those kinds of decisions about banning individuals, banning channels, banning content, banning documentary films. And are they going to bend the knee in order to stay in the app store? Uh, or are they going to quietly ban some of those channels? It's going to be tough. And, you know, hopefully they have made the plans so that it doesn't need to be in the app store. Like, you know, you can use Gab by saving right. the website to the home screen on your device and it functions almost like an app. That's and fine. Maybe yeah. it might be maybe a little bit slower. You don't get push notifications, which I think is great. I don't I have love push that. notifications turned yeah. on for anything. That's why I, no offense, even to Jerry, like I don't give a lot of people care. my phone number because I don't want yeah. text messages. I, I like to unplug and 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 just you know distance myself from the noise. Yeah. And so most people getting notifications when you get a comment or a reply, that's unnecessary and, and it's distracting and it sucks you in. So if they're gonna function like Gab does, where you could go, you know. Go and I love Gab. Oh, it's, it has some uh, terrible times. things that people yeah. say over there, but yeah. you know what? That's that's the First Amendment, man. Yeah, and they were the first ones to allow discussions mm -hmm. about COVID, and that was the only place where you could talk about you know COVID and yeah, elections and, and things like yeah. that. And then you saw, you know, after Parler was 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 taken down, then you saw yeah. True Social come. Uh, but even True Social, they have filters. They have plenty they of have rules. To. Mm -hmm. They have to use third party software. In order to be in the app store where if you and maybe it's eased up a little bit, but like I remember, dude, I was posting stuff using certain key, you know, certain keywords. It would get flagged behind. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is sensitive content. Oh, mm -hmm. it needs to be reviewed just to make sure. And then it goes against moderated when they have to have those kinds of filters. So if you're on the app store, get... that's your terms of service. That's what people have to understand. Like whatever, you know, Rumble can say whatever they want about free speech. It's not Rumble's terms of service. It's really Google and Apple. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Android and Apple's terms yeah. of service. They there is hate it. speech rules on, yep. on Rumble. There are. Yep. These are the, this is, what I hope is that as like people, you know, we're kind of like, we're old for internet people. As like the younger generation comes up, downloading an APK from the website isn't going to be any big deal. Like people will be able to download the Rumble app right from the Rumble website and be able to get around the Play Store. But forever, you still need these stores to reach mass, like critical mass. And um, when you have live streams on Rumble of three, four, five, six hundred thousand concurrent live viewers, you know that the machine that is YouTube and the censorship is looking at that and they're like, this is a problem. Uh, you know, I mean, routinely Trump rallies, 100,000, 200,000 live concurrent viewers. When, um, between what Rumble is doing, I, I believe that Gab is probably the freest speech place. And, and then in terms of the next best, it's Rumble and X. But I actually view Rumble as better because X still shadow bans. Yep. Um, and they still, you know, by the way, side note, this is a big pet peeve of mine. Um, Elon... I think after I called him out, he used to reply to my tweets a lot and like, not a lot, but here and there. Now he definitely doesn't. But yeah, um, you're muted. He, yeah, he used his dead baby to justify 
banning Alex Jones, which is total BS. He's like, you know, his excuses. Well, I, I watched my child die, which is obviously horrible, but come on, dude, that's not why you'd banned Alex Jones. Get the F out of here. You know, yeah, and so I should know. T, should T-Mobile uh, ban right. Alex from having a cell phone? Yeah. You know, should should Apple ban him from having an Apple account and being able to use a computer? Should Microsoft... I'm 100% for, by the way, having the First Amendment extend to the internet marketplace. Yeah. I don't, I'm 100% for that. Because they if... could. They literally could. T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T could literally say, we don't want Alex Jones to have a phone to be able to communicate, to text his staff, to talk to people. And there's nothing that that anybody could do about that now and you know people like me and, and even and you i yeah. think that's even how I, maybe i found your channel so, you know like search of some of the stuff about censorship your channel came up a couple of years ago and i was like oh here's, here's a guy you know covering it that, that, that's yeah. pretty good right um and you know and elon's full of crap too because when russell brand was yeah. targeted and said hey you know i'm he very waited grateful. for rumble yeah to, he's to, like i'm to... very grateful to be on rumble and then elon replied oh what a bitch yeah this oh. is I just can't oh. believe you were championing Rumble when yeah. uh, Twitter is the free speech. No, shut up. You don't have Alex Jones on the platform. There are hundreds you, you of know? people still banned that were yeah. banned. You know, where's Milo? Um, uh, Nick Fuentes. There are there. I mean, again, I'm not necessarily fans of these people, but Elon Musk said that everybody would be unbanned. Yep. The one caveat he said was Alex, which we all know is an advertiser's thing or um, a, a Google mar marketplace thing that they said he can't be there. Yep. Um, and he never unbanned them. And um, he is a total liar about, yep. about his commitment to free speech. It's just, it's just a fact. I mean, yep. he's had control of Twitter for a year now. It's worse than ever. There are more bots there. I, I can hardly reach my own viewers. He has any time you try to link off the website. <laughs> nobody's seeing that. My, if you try, yeah, go ahead. My view, my impressions were higher before he took it over than Me they too. are now, which is really weird. And I still can't advertise. You know, I was I was not joking when I said, you know, when my book came out, hit number four, zero interviews, zero reviews, zero ads, okay? So I was thinking about maybe boosting my posts yeah, on right. X. You get okay? that spot. I can't yeah. do that. I cannot pay them money because there's a penalty on my account. And Me too. I'm like, I'm DMing people, okay, whose job, like the head of ads over there, I forget his name, like I'm DMing him, no response. This is a guy with like very little following, you know, how many people are DMing this dude about issues? And I was like, hey, bro, uh, advertising. Like, I, I want to give you money. I can't <laughs> post ads, uh, I'm sending him screenshots. No reply, no no reply at all from, the, yeah. from these people. And, you know, with Tucker. Well, you're not libs of TikTok, Mark. If your lives a TikTok or you're Ashley St. Clair or you're uh, Ian Miles Chong, you get your problem solved. Yeah, um, then Elon you, will respond and say, yeah. "Oh, oh, let me look into this." And the, and the thing too, but there's no there's no clarity. I mean, even you know, to to YouTube's credit, is is you know much beef that we have with them. Yeah. If you get a strike, you know what they claim that it's for, and it will expire after three months. Right. So on Twitter, Do you see they're letting us go to school too to take them off. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that, I think that's the rumble effect. I think yeah. they were well, like, scared. oh shit, yeah. we yeah, can't, very scared. yeah, we can't yeah. keep because rumble banning is, people. Rumble, and I'm sorry to just cut you off. No, no, Welcome on. to the Mark Dice show, everybody. Jeremy's hey. just along for the ride here. I'm just <laughs> taking over his stream. But, uh, you know, rumble is the first viable competitor to 
YouTube. You know, there've been mm. I don't know if you remember the Vid Millions. Me, Vid Vid me, me days, which they tried. Shoot. Yeah, Vid shoots, you know, good. You just yeah. you just froze. Uh, oh, there you I'm go. good. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, Vid shoot, they got some audience. I mean, I think I have like 80,000 subscribers I have there, get, but, I have viewers there. Yeah. But but it still never got the the brand name, the mainstream people like Rumble where like everybody in the conservative movement is on Rumble. It is their their publicly traded company now. The their GOP. market cap is you know like two billion dollars. I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's it did it. You know, it, it, it it'll be harder the, to get rid of it. It than became it was the viable competitor, and so now YouTube is, I think, panicking um, about what to do with them. And you know, and even with just to keep bragging on on Elon and Twitter, I mean, you know, he'll he'll brag about the number of supposed views that Tucker Carlson's yeah. show has got. And you know, what you're probably more of an analyst. Eight hundred billion views. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. No, it, dude, there's more people than uh, people on Earth. And he duped. He even duped President Trump into <laughs> like parroting that. Like I saw we got three hundred. In... My interview with Tucker got three hundred million views. Yeah, it did not. Like <laughs> yeah. it got three hundred million impressions because. You know, I'm scrolling through Twitter. That thing came past my feed 20 times from people retweeting it. And every one of those times counts, counts as a supposed view. And, yeah. you know, for, as a content creator, you know, we can look on the dashboard. Have you we ever looked on the, on your dashboard to see the completion rate uh, percentage for almost Twitter zero. videos? Yeah, it's almost It's zero. like 2%. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I don't care even if you cut down Tucker's views by 85%, which is maybe roughly what it what yeah. it would be to the views to uh, impressions, okay? YouTube views are actual views. And, and, you know, it's a secret about- You have to watch like 30 seconds or something. Yeah, how 30... long you have to watch it. Something though. Yeah. yeah. It's not just, it scrolled past your feed. I'm like, oh, somebody watched it. You know, <sighs> it's so, so embarrassing that, that Elon does that too. He's supposed to be, I, we all know why he's lying. And then when Trump said that yesterday or the other day- Oh my, the mailman's here. So my dog's getting worked up, but the, uh, I couldn't, I'm like, it's my, I just like Elon, dude, you're, and then the daily wire, which they're so smart. They know analytics are like, what does a woman got 80 million views in the first yeah. hour? I'm like, dude, no way that no way people watch a two hour movie on Twitter more than that. That probably had a million or 2 million views. I'm not saying it got none, but it definitely didn't have 80 million. Yeah. And, and for the for the audience, you know, a completion ratio is like the percent of a video that, you know, the audience watches. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know what your analytics are on YouTube, and I'm not like a big analytics guy. But, you know, my completion ratio, or I guess they call it audience retention on YouTube, is pretty good. You know, I mean, like maybe 50 percent of the audience will watch to like the very, very end. And then, you know, when it starts to get to the very end or start, you know, plugging my T-shirts, then yeah. the audience will, will obviously drop off. I was like, oh, OK, video is done. Let me switch it off. But like, I mean. What what are the the you know the retention or the completion ratio as as Twitter calls it for your YouTube videos? Some of mine, like the longer form content, you know, if you post a five minute video, eight minute video on Twitter, I mean, dude, it's like two percent complete. If that two percent completion ratio, right? So yeah. nobody's watching it. They're scrolling past it. It's getting the, it's getting the impressions, and people might think like, "Wow, this got a hundred thousand views." No, even no. if ten percent of those people were actual views, which maybe. 10% of those people watch like a couple seconds of it. There's something, correct me if I'm wrong. There's something about Twitter where it's, it's a short form. It's, it's what's happening right now. It's like snacking on junk food. YouTube and rumble are the full four course yes. 
meal, right? right? Like nobody is agree. going to be. I'm not watching a two hour movie or video on Twitter. Yeah, like no. You're not chance. watching a 30 minute interview even on Twitter. You know, like, yeah. When it was like Tucker's, yeah, Tucker kept talking on these stupid numbers, and I'm like, yeah. And then also, you know, the way <laughs> Elon will artificially inflate the people that he wants, where like he will quote tweet Elon Musk's interview or uh, you know Tucker's show because he know yeah. it looks good. And then he has the algorithm literally set up to force Elon's tweets on every yep. user on the platform. I can't even get the own people who chose to follow me. It's okay. The um the uh, so anyway um I think we'll uh we'll uh, I'll let you off the hook here before my dog loses her mind. But I do want to give one last shout out um to the book uh, chat. Go check out the book. I'm going to put the link in the description or in the chat. It's also in the description. Art Dice has written about 13 books now. This is his latest book. It just came out. And I think we could probably get it to best number one in bestseller if uh, we go out and support it. Uh, it's an excellent in-depth deep dive book. It's not some little rinky-dink thing. It's nearly 350 pages. Uh, it's not some stupid... Um, uh, you know, you might see, I don't want to name any names, but a lot of these uh, conservatives who have uh, kid children's books, you know, there's like actual company that just goes around and writes those and the conservatives put their names on them. So uh, my, my dog will continue to whine until you pick up Mark Dice's The War on Conservatives available on Amazon, uh, as well as, by the way, if you just saw him today for some weird reason, his YouTube channel and Rumble channel are both linked in the description below. Um, go follow him. Um, well, you went from 7.24 to 7.38 now. So go Wait, follow him on, many, uh, on Rumble. 7.24. You had 7,240, and now you're at 7,300. No, dude, I got 200,000 followers over on Rumble. That must be some weird... Remember how, oh, like, I'm linking the wrong channel. There you are. Like... Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me update that. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. And that's... You know, We'll we'll talk privately about yeah. how Rumble can kind of you know fix some of these some of these issues, and I don't know why that's the case, right? Where they have like your personal channel, but they're a, I don't know. What oh that, yeah, your user and your channel both. Yeah. Show. So I don't even know why that even comes up. I at can this show point. you how to fix that. They, no, they I got two hundred thousand subscribers over on Rumble, and we, we can talk privately about you know how to how to help encourage them. Oh to wait, I do have the right one on. I do have the right Rumble channel. And maybe they have fixed that. You know, but before we go, let me let me yeah. finish sure. with, um, and I don't want to just you know, the book's not just complaining about all the problems, but it it presents the language about how to articulate some of these arguments about what it is that's going on. But at the very end, the final chapter, the conclusion, does have a lot of solutions, and a lot of people, even myself when I was younger, only voted in the presidential election. You know, right. primaries. You know, the, what are you talking about? The presidential, you know, like the primaries last year, it's like, oh, I'll vote in the next one. But I mean, those, when you get older, you start to understand the importance of getting your team into Congress, okay? And getting on city councils and electing matters. the sheriff, okay? Like the sheriff and, is who protected me from lockdowns. Yes. Like that's, that's yes. the stuff that matters. Yeah. We elect the sheriffs, okay? And they can resist the governor's. Maybe they're not supposed to, but they're the kind of the safety valve. Even in Los Angeles counties, okay, there were numerous, in, you know, San Diego counties here, but in, in Los Angeles County, there were sheriffs that did not 
uh, enforce the business lockdowns during COVID, despite Governor Gavin Newsom's mandate. Yep. Okay, yep. so you elect those people, and so you know, Great one of my major points is not just to get out and vote, but also there are local guides from your local Republican Party that you can just Google and find their recommendations for the positions because a lot of it's sometimes it's not as easy as just going and checking who's the Republican for the Congress. Okay. Check that. There's no R or D next to the name of a sheriff. There's no R or D next to the name of people running for school board or city councils. Okay. So like who's a better city council member, who's a better mayor. I don't even think mayors. I don't think even have like a party affiliation next to them. Right. So There are in most major cities or even moderate cities, there are Republican groups or the Republican Party as flawed as they are. At least you can, you know, vote for the lesser of two evils, <laughs> even if, you know, it's like you kind of you have a fork in the road a lot of times and one of them leads off of a cliff and the other one is, you know, got some major potholes, and, <laughs> you know, going to be some major problems as well, but it's certainly a lot better than the other roads. So there's a lot of Republican parties will put together a voter guide. And so for years, I either save it on my phone or I'm old fashioned. I literally like print it out and bring it into the polling booth. And they've done the research about who is the conservative candidate for sheriff or for city council or the judges, you know, like these DAs, dude. So we have to get involved because you can't just go in and vote for a Republican judge because they don't have party affiliation next to their name. And the Democrats have been the ones who get out and they get and out and just fund one, these one people. More thing. Look at Soros. You know? Yeah, <laughs> dude. And, and just from going and sort of, you know, some people accuse me of uh, you know, stealing uh, Alex Stein's style, you know, going and trolling the city councils, which I was inspired by Alex Stein. Yeah, okay? right. But you know, I have a, have a different style, and I've done that a couple a couple different times. But just from going to those city council meetings, I mean, I've learned that it's a small number of people in the community who yeah. control what happens in your community. You can go, and sometimes when there's something important on the ballot, the room fills up with people, and they're hollering and screaming about what they want the city council to vote on. And then they vote and hopefully it comes that way. And the city council is like, okay, I see what the community wants. And there's a handful of active people who kind of show up. I'm not just the only crazy person who shows up there every time to go and troll them. There's like, you know, other people who are, you know, that's their hobby. They're retired and they need to go and, and, you know, help the community and tell the city council what they think about every little thing on the agenda. And so, you know, running for president or even, you know, Senate or governor, like that's, that's a tough gig. Okay. But like, you can take over the school boards. It's a lot easier than than you think. It takes a lot fewer votes than you think. Some of our couple hundred in these in yeah. these elections for school board. Yeah, you can. I've often thought like, man, how many people watch my videos in just the county where I live? I could probably crush yes. just like some like county clerk position. Yeah, against some dork who's been there who's had it for twenty years. I bet you yep. I could just tell my viewers in the area like, hey, I'm gonna go out and vote, and then like. And and I've I've as I've gotten older, I've started thinking about that. I'm like, they have this ridiculous property tax where I live are insane, and um, they might have a huge plot of land. And it's 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 zoned as single resident. I'm like, you're charging me 32 acres, and you're charging me you know insane amount. I'm like, I'm gonna get on this city board, and I'm gonna you know like yeah. how many people, how many votes do I have to beat? 15? You know what I mean? Like I think and I could do it. And the Republican Party needs to understand our influence as well, and that's why Vivek Ramaswamy. Aside from him being extremely talented and, you know, kind of exploding onto the stage. But 
I started seeing viral clips of him on you know, moderate to maybe some large podcasts, but podcasts that no other candidates would ever touch, you know, yeah. uh, from any party, really, because everybody's used to just come on the mind. Fox he was on News Luke's. or Newsmax or maybe OAN or, you know, they try to maybe get on some of the, you know, establishment shows. They'll go do a you know, sit down with Ben Shapiro or, or whatever. Right. But like yeah. Vivek the is young because he knows the the media ecosystem has changed so much he understands the power that niche markets have and even though you and i and you know even though we're we're these big youtubers bro we got a million subs yeah it's still small fish in in terms of the you know nationwide right but our it sounds weird to even call a million subs a, a niche market but in, in a sense it is but we have, and our audience has a tremendous amount of power that the Republican Party needs to tap into. Uh, you know, like, could, could I get an interview with Donald Trump? Probably not, you know, right. because his his people are going to be like, oh, here's, you know, they'll go look my Wikipedia page up. And, oh, my God, he's a 9-11 truther. He talks about this Illuminati secret society. This is a conspiracy yeah. show, you know, so... And now he doesn't reach your viewers. You know, he's he, not going to do 200,000 votes. Vivek you know? would come on my show. I, I, I have been told by his people, like, if you want to do an interview, we'll, he'll come on your show. Okay. And, and maybe I will. I don't, he I, said I, it I to me too. Interviews with people a couple years ago, but like, that is That's what smart. the Republican Party needs to do is what are you going to do? You're going to go on Newsmax, you know, which no disrespect to Newsmax, but like, you and I have more viewers than Newsmax. Well, and okay. the bigger point is all of those, not bigger, but another point is all of those people are already voting for you. Like you come on a YouTuber's channel or podcast. Like I have a lot of viewers that are not like super political. You actually have a chance to change some minds. You go on Newsmax. It's like, what good does Trump doing an interview on Newsmax do? You know, like they're already voting for him. Yeah. It's, it's so it's, it's um. you're very right about that. Uh, I want to remind people again, as I, I let, um, you know, I, I let myself, I let Mark off the hook here. Uh, his book is linked in the description. I'm going to stay live for a few minutes after Mark goes, because I've, I've got to give you guys the giveaway link and stuff like that. But uh, Mark, dude, thank you so much. What a great conversation, man. Thank you. You, you are, we are, this is the biggest show we've ever done. So uh, you are the current, you just beat out, um, I think Roseanne Barr. No, Roseanne. Yeah. yeah I think you might've beat Roseanne. Um, so uh yeah thanks so much for coming uh by the way mark's channel is in the description it's rumble.com slash c slash mark dice one word um i've also been putting it in the and it's also updated to correct one so everyone who's in chat if you're not already subscribed to mark he's got two hundred one thousand. i was following the wrong channel now i'm following the right channel um and uh yeah his stuff is comes up here too and um mark uh and then oh yeah go buy his book uh, mods can you put the book in the chat if you have a 20 dollars to spare or you know maybe you want it maybe you know somebody let's see if we can't get his book to rise in the ranks read it is it's good for your brain you know you know it's fight off one thing you know i can't i'm not a doctor and this is not medical advice but i'm pretty sure that this would help stave off dementia as uh i'm sure reading does so you know fight the don't be like you know um Fetterman, he probably didn't read Mark Dice's books. It's called <laughs> yeah. The War on Conservatives. It's on Amazon. Um, it's also linked in the description. Um, make sure you buy that book. Mark, 
thank you, dude. Thank you so much for your time, man. I really do appreciate it, man. And, you know, I rarely do interviews uh, and I respect you for being an independent content creator. And I respect you for asking me to come on because even though I, you know, I, I rarely do interviews, it would be <laughs> nice if some of my peers would at least, you know, ask or yeah. retweet, you know, retweet <laughs> to kind of give me a shout out. So, you know, it yeah. is, I feel like, you know, I don't get no respect, you know, you but and, yeah. and I kind of like to do my own thing and maybe I rub people the wrong way. And, you know, I'm you just, do. I'm a little too politically incorrect to, you know, to be uh, uh, part of some of these, uh, you know, social circles and whatever. I'm never going to be speaking at CPAC. Not that I even, uh, even Who would. Who gives a but shit? It, it yeah. would be nice to at least, you know, be uh, be asked to come on, so, you know, some of the shows. Yeah. I, I probably would say no, uh, you know, but it, but, it, <laughs> but it was great, man. And, uh, you know, it's 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 my pleasure. And thanks again for, you know, help me plug the book. So and- buy the book, everyone. No, yeah, thanks again, man. And again, it's not just, you know, if, if I wanted a quick money grab, I would do anything else. I would, you know, I know. it's it's a you lot. Like, you've told me work. before. I'll say Mark said, you know, off the record, I'll he's, you know, he doesn't make any money on these books. But this one I will, and you and you do. It's just <laughs> not, it's just, you know, putting out a you know, a couple more t-shirts or doing some ad reads would be yeah. way more yeah, Mark, money. You don't do ad reads. I've tried, I've tried to convince him to do it. He just even I'm like, hey, I'll, you want to do a coffee I and I'll get fucked. I'm not doing ad reads. <laughs> so, you know, g- get his book, support the man. Uh, I bought it myself, so I wouldn't tell you to buy something that I didn't buy. And then once you get it, leave a review because that helps new people discover the book. Yeah. And be um, detailed too. only if you're yeah. writing, like some people are writing reviews and, and, and like be please be specific. And only if you bought it, because I don't want to have unverified yeah. purchase reviews and, you know, none of this. The book was great, you know. I really like it. I mean, like, be, be get into the specifics about like what is what in you the liked. book, why yeah. you like it, and um, you know, then when people are reading through the reviews, it's going to be more authentic and not just like the book's great. Mark's yeah. my favorite YouTuber, you know. Like, really get into what it was that you liked about it, what you learned about it, and just try to put together, even if it's just a couple sentences, you know. So only real, authentic reviews and i appreciate some people you know they're trying to help they want to you know offset the yeah. trolls there, there's been some trolls which you i know, see a lot of reviews every, already every time go <laughs> yeah. there's trolls that will go and give it one star and like i sh-, and, and they're kind of clever they're like mm-hmm. i lent the i was lent this book to my cousin and you oh, know, yeah. i borrowed this book and like dude you didn't even get it like you finally just got it two days ago you know and they're like yeah, by i the found way, this book at a rummage sale and it was just you know, some of my other books like I just can't believe I no no wonder it was you know somebody's trying to get rid of like dude you, you, this is total BS you know yeah. so only only authentic reviews and what's really funny is look at this one a Klansman support guide oh, to the oh great. with paranoia well, film not a verified purchase though coincidentally yeah and what's funny is these idiots think that they're hurting me but all I'm gonna do is make a dedicated video yep. Yep. about their reviews. In like a couple of weeks, which will then encourage actual readers who bought the book to go and leave reviews from yeah. verified purchases. So like these morons think, you know, it's like a saying in the Bible, whatever the enemy tries to bring against you as a stumbling stone will just turn or a stumbling block will just turn into a stepping stone. So like these idiots think that they're hurting me and all they're doing is helping. Yeah, that's a modern. Uh, I've modernized that to uh, monetize your haters. Because that's exactly it. You know, I had a weird Reddit group that there's a whole Reddit group dedicated to this. This is the, they don't realize it's an incredible self-own. They spent all day like posting about me. They hate me. And then they were, so I started my coffee company and then they were like, oh, they, they called like 
they called like the FDA to try and get me to like to be a little nuisance. So I just turned it around into a video and I was like, oh, my coffee yeah. companies. I sold like $100,000 in coffee. So I was like, thanks, idiots. Yeah, they don't get it, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's just they, they're really just wasting their time. They are only helping and they're so dumb. They don't even understand it. So, yeah. you know, they, they, they just let them keep going. And that is weird. Oh, we're going to wrap this up and I got to go. But it, it is odd how like certain people you know, like you and I see some of these other big name creators in different genres who have these like people just obsessively hate over them. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's odd. Yeah, um, it's weird. It's really strange. You know, and I'm, I'm lucky to have kind of escaped that for the, for the most part. I don't, I don't know why. Like sometimes I've tried, like I try my best to like stir up the haters and get the, like, Hey, look at me, pay attention to me. And I, and yeah. I can't get that, but it's just odd. Like there's probably no formula where, you know, you get these certain fan bases that get obsessed about certain creators and something that they did and they just can't let it go. And it's just, it's odd. We live in a very strange world. So thanks again for having I me on, dude. Mark. I think it was a great conversation. Yeah. Um, appreciate appreciate um, you, dude. We'll talk uh, later. We'll, we'll, uh, I'll check in with you later. I want to see, I want to hear if, uh, I'm going to check in with Mark to see if any of you bought the book. So I don't know if we're going to uh, get to number one because we're up against some stiff competition. I would be happy. Actually, I yeah. am happy just to break into the top 10, I think, is a is a tremendous achievement. I think it's a success. Yeah, that's, that's uh, But a if huge we can win. boost it over the weekend back up to number three, maybe, or at least actually over Ted Cruz. And the algorithm let's, doesn't yeah, let's update. Get it over Ted. The, the algorithm doesn't update like instantly. It takes, I don't know if it's every hour, every you know, half an hour, something Keep like that. Keep me posted then. If we can only beat Ted Cruz with some friendly competition uh that i would be extremely thrilled so all right if he gets past ted cruz guys i'll throw in like another thousand dollars of stuff into the giveaway how about that so if sure. he gets if he gets past ted cruz i'll do that and uh mark you have a wonderful day keep me posted to see if we move the needle at all on the book it's linked in the description below thanks so much you uh, chat uh, hang around a second i'm gonna get do some bookkeeping mark you're the best dude Appreciate have a great it. weekend man keep in touch bro thanks that was Mark Dice, absolute legend. Uh, really, really glad uh, to have him. Um, just uh, absolute killer show. Um, I saw some Rumble rants. So did everyone get the correct link to enter for the $10,000 giveaway? Um, Blackwell says, there's a huge group of conservatives apart from the Daily Wire or mainstream conservatives that will get Trump reelected. The America first anti-war conservatives. Some call them gripers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm America first anti-war, but I don't think I'm, I would call myself a groiper. Um, Brian Cooney says, just heard about Operation Mass Appeal from CNN and the CIA worked together to push the Iraq war. Was first I heard of, and I love the more you can do a bit on it. Mark, I'll send that to him. Um, Tabulous says, Mark, the irony, I'm a man on a laptop in his kitchen watching a man on a laptop in his kitchen. Oh, that's funny. I'll send that to him too. Seriously, people, I don't read often, but Mark Dice book, finished it in two days. Godborn says, he here listening live, no link, refresh multiple times. Godborn, I don't know. I saw the link nonstop, so I'm not sure. Uh, Rainmaker, sorry, I'll, um, I missed that. Uh, we were already running way over and my dog is going berserk. Um, Lazy Gizmo says, hey, what's your take on the big tech push to criminalize ad block? I'm a YouTube hermit and I'm going to cancel my premium sub to YouTube and diversify. Is there is this another win for all tech? A hundred percent. I'm I'm absolutely here for it. Um I love it. Come more people come to Rumble, baby. Uh Mark, do you have a Rumble channel? Yes, it's linked. 
Um, he's got 201,000 subscribers. If you search, did everybody, uh, I, uh, the winners from yesterday, by the way, the day four, day four winners, um, were, uh, I also posted, wait, okay. Let me post the day four winners in the chat or in the pin comment. Um, here, enter day five, enter day five. They were, um, I'll, I'll email them of course, too. I emailed everyone else last night. There we go. So that I'll make that a pinned comment then. Newest. There we go. Pin it. All right. So the giveaway links there. The date game day four winners are there. Um, have you all been able to enter? You do not have the link to register for the giveaway. Yes, I do. It's today's giveaway. It says bit.ly tqgw5. Bit.ly slash tqgw5. Uh, good dude says, sorry, it works. I don't know if you said anything about it, but please check the Dalton Mayer thing. Yeah, we, we were not aware of it, so I will look it up. Just order the book. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I mean, let me see the raffle copter. 1,600 people have entered. So again, we're giving away $10,000 in prizes. Eight winners picked every single day. Stop asking for the link. It's fucking everywhere. You're pissing me off with that. I'm going to start after I've said, after I've mentioned where the link is like five times, I'm going to start like, if people keep asking about it, I'm going to, I'm going to take you out of the pool. I mean, I'm not really, but yeah, refresh. If you haven't got the link, uh, we had our biggest stream ever today, 8,300 people. Um, so that was awesome. It's in the chat. I've spit.ly tqgw5. I need an LED sign behind me with the link. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, you have to um, refresh the page. Ah, uh, you dicks. All right. Uh, you guys have a, a sexy weekend. What a ki what a killer show. Our best show, our biggest show of the year. So thank you to Mark Dice for coming on. And I hope lots of people buy his book. If you haven't, if you're thinking about it, go support him by buying his book. I think, you know, it's cool that he that he came. I didn't get an email yesterday or today as Achilles. Yeah, your email. Yeah, you know what? Your email returned to me. The email that you registered with got rejected. I got it back last night. I, You were the one person that um, your email was rejected. What was entered was i can tell you right now because i i almost took you out of the contest bud so you need to fix your your email address e i guess email me yep you had um you had a yahoo.com email address entered and it, it came back to me i don't want to like 
say what it is, you know, and like put, put an email address with it, but if it, it did not, it did not go through Maybe you had a typo in it. So I guess email me the quartering at Gmail. Let me know what your real and like send me like a screenshot of your username or something. AS. Oh, you know what? Uh, you have an extra C in the email address. It said um, the email address that, that was entered was ACSK1, blah, 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 blah. So if that's not wrong, I mean, if that's wrong, then. The winners from uh, yesterday were Game Rocker 1, SGL1, SG1 fan. Jim H69, Manny Licious, Maxim Razzle, Narsos, Hidjikura, and Res7 Borg. By the way, if you're still here and you're new, make sure you follow. We'll be live again Monday at noon. I want to see all of you beautiful, good-smelling people that day. I want to have a monster week next week. We got to take things to the next level. We got to start creeping our way to 10,000 live viewers I think that's my goal by the end of the by the end of the uh by the end of the contest so make sure you follow if you haven't yet absolute absolute monsters noon I've got two great guests next week too um and uh oh by the way don't leave yet um if you are in a position to, we're really trying to push our locals group where we did a locals only stream yesterday. All I ever ask is that you follow the channel. But if you are in a position to, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can click this join button here and it'll give you access to my locals. It's five bucks a month. It's even less if you book for the year, but you get access to locals only live chat, which is going on right now. You also get direct access to me. So you can send me memes or send me stories you want me to cover. And also one to two times a week, we're gonna do locals only streams right after the mainstream. So we did one yesterday. We won't do one today. We'll figure out which day works best for everyone. But if you're in a position to, please consider it. Um, it helps more than more than I can really say. Like of all the ways you can support joining the locals is going to be probably the best. Uh, Ricky Sky says, take the viewers to Isabella Brown, Jeremy. Um, Jack, you said, I tried locals, but I wouldn't accept my credit card number. I saw that. I don't know what's going on with that. If you join my locals, I mean, again, you get direct access to me. And, uh, you know, it really, really, hopefully, just a fat Tim Pool. It's all about the money. Uh, yeah, I guess, I, I mean, I have more hair than Tim, um, but I am fat, so I guess that's a thing, uh, but I am all about the financial support. You know, I have two full-time video editors. I have full-time graphics uh, designer, a big team of people uh, going on, so I'm hoping that uh, you'll consider joining my locals. We're, we've got a nice little group going in there. The more people, it gets more fun. People shared like pumpkin pie recipes, pumpkin bread yesterday. So it's all sorts of fun in there. It gives you a place to hang out off stream with other viewers. 
So I hope that you'll consider doing that today. If today is the day you do it, I hope to see you over on Locals um, because it would be absolutely killer. So make today the day you click that Join button. You join my Locals. It helps more than you can. It really, really helps a ton. All right. So you guys all have a, a great weekend. I'll see you on Locals. Uh, go ahead and post in there and I'll be around checking stuff out, replying to people and, uh, we'll see you Monday at noon. Um.